Hello, hello, everyone's back for another episode of It's Tempting Pod with Casey and Aaron. Yay! (laughs) You guys, Aaron looks prego and it's so cute. (laughs) You little mama. I wish you guys could see me right now. She's but like, so cute. I literally am huge. Like, I her boobies are phenomenal. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I heard that your boobs grow, but like, I was not. I don't know what I was picturing with me because, like, I've always been an A. Like, if I'm being yeah, honest, we're, like, we're the itty bitty titty community. Yes, very <laughs> small boobs over here, and now I'm probably like pushing a C. Like that's it's so crazy. wild. Okay, this might be TMI, and I'm so sorry, but like, do it. Actually, my one boob is leaking already, <laughs> which is normal. It's normal. I'm I literally I love it. Next week, so I'm 26 weeks. Next week, from what I've read, because like everything changes or everything like gives you like a little different timeline. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure 27 weeks, your third trimester. Yes. So I have like this app, and like obviously I talk to my doctor, but like leaking this early if you will is normal uh-huh. like that's like common but it's like so funny because I'm like something feels a little cold down there I'm oh there's a little dot like it's so funny. is it like a lot or just a little no it's just a little it's just a little and it's not actual milk yet it's like I was um, gonna say did you taste it no 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 my god no it actually looks like water like it doesn't and it's the littlest bit um, there's a word. It starts with a C. I forget what it is. Cholesterol. Cholesterol. How did I know that? I just brought I just, that out of my yeah, brain in a moment's notice. I don't know how I knew yes. that. Yes, it's that. And it's so funny because it's just like a little bit. And I'm like, oh, no, we got to like wipe that out. Sorry, guys. Oh, no. Sorry. Yeah. That's not TMI, but here we are. There's never, there's never TMI on this pod. I know. I know. But yeah, I'm like very pregnant now. And it's weird because like I'm starting to like when I bend down to like put my socks on, it's like a process. Like everything's getting like a lot <laughs> so more difficult. Gross. I'm like, what the hell? Like truly. Oh, I, I love it. Outgrowing my clothes. It's crazy. Oh, but yeah. Do you have good. to like wear maternity clothes? Is that like a thing? Like it is, but. See, I don't think I would do that. I think I would just get some like really cute like leggings, like Lululemon leggings and yeah. leggings and like hoodies. So <laughs> what just I've been. Cute like that and crop tops, you know? Yes. So what I've been <laughs> doing, I know, but it's so cold here right now. That's By true. By the time I have her or like my like next like in. um. May, I guess end of, I guess April and May, but like those I'll probably start dressing like more like in the yeah crop tops, like leggings, but like it's still really cold now. Um, but what I've been doing is I will buy like a size up in uh-huh. like cute, like Old Navy has really good. Um, Old Navy is the like, so dope. Yeah. It slept on. It slept it on. I worked me. there and I tell people all the time. I was an operations manager for Old Navy. They have the cutest shit. And mm-hmm. fun fact, everyone, actually, I'm about to drop some knowledge on all of you. They're active wear. So the old That's creative what- director for Nike left Nike and is now creating all of the active wear for Old Navy. Wow. So the, all of the active wear at Old Navy is literally created by the former creative director of Nike. Well, fun fact. That, so that's what I did. I went to like the old Navy near me and they had no maternity stuff which is so annoying because of course like on TikTok it's like 
old navy has the best maternity so i'm like yeah they have cute and, maternity jeans i will say that well i it's like all online and you like I yeah know, i'm i'm so weird with online shopping because my size is so different like i'm small but i have big thighs but my my waist is skinny but now i'm pregnant like it's like weird you know what i mean so yeah, i yeah, always yeah. struggled with online shopping um but I went because I saw on TikTok that Old Navy had really good maternity clothes. And then when I showed up, they literally had nothing. So then I went to the active wear. And you know the like um, – they're not like – I guess they are yoga pants. They flare at the end. They're like leggings yeah, yeah, yeah. flare at the end or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I got a pair of those like a size up and they, they fit. Were good. So far, they fit really well. Like they're still like a little big, which is perfect. I can grow into it. But like that's that's kind of what I've been doing. I haven't spent that's too much money on the maternity wear. clothes. Because also, like, Amazon has maternity clothes, but none of them, like, I've ordered probably, like, six or seven things so far, and Mm -hmm. I've returned every single one of them. And then the actual, like, maternity stores are too expensive. I'm not trying to spend something that I'm going to, like, spend. I literally have, like, three more months left, if that. Like, I'm not spending – seven yeah, dollars no. on stupid this, like yeah so i don't know i'm like that's i do need to figure it out because i'm starting to outgrow my actual clothes that i've been able to like continue yeah to wear but i don't know you look you look hot you little hottie oh okay i literally look like a whale you're just <laughs> sweet thank you <laughs> no i think you look adorable anything else that we need to discuss before we dive in no, this is like a good episode. We actually like get to know the couples outside of yeah. being with each other. I like this episode. Yeah, I like this episode too. Mm-hmm. Oh, side note, you guys, merch. It's temptingmerch.com. It's still available. If you guys have placed orders, thank you so much. We're so thankful. Yeah. I do want to say one little thing though. I love our merch, okay? However, Aaron and I, we both have, like, put out little disclaimers. There's even um, descriptions on our items that say, like, the print comes in, like, a faded vintage mm-hmm. fashion. I personally, I'm just going to own it right now. I kind of effing hate the vintage faded. <laughs> the faded. Okay. <coughs> however, however, people have DM'd me. People have emailed. They've gotten their merch. And they're like, I love the, va- the faded yeah. vintage fashion. I'm going to keep the faded stuff up that that you guys love, but I'm probably going to start adding in things from another supplier that's a little bit brighter, like the screen printing is mm-hmm. brighter because that's like my style. Yeah. So I just wanted to put a little disclaimer out there. If you love the faded vintage fashion, we're not taking it away. It will still be available, but I'm going to add some different options from a different supplier that yeah. is like the screen printing is brighter and Aaron is on the same page. Yeah. No, that sweatshirt though, like the tempted one is literally Justin's favorite sweatshirt. I swear to God. So many people love the white tempted one yeah. and then people love the white mentally ill and cute. Well, he – and the thing is too is that it fits him so well. Like he's like it's yeah. so comfortable. Like guys, like the clothing actually is like really, really comfortable. And yeah. he likes the faded look. But I'm telling you, he wears that sweatshirt all the time. I'm like, dude. Oh, that makes me <laughs> – I know, but we'll be like making videos. I'm like, all right, you've worn that. And You're wearing the same hoodie. Switch it up. I know that's kind of like so me because I I have like a few of my favorite hoodies, and I I just live in a hoodie all the time. Same. So people think I'm wearing the same thing all the time, and it's like yeah. well, I kind of am, but like it's clean. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. Okay, I think that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
okay, so let's just dive on in. We're going to we're going to do what we did last time. Like all we'll go through the points in our notes, but I might have some like questions like how are you feeling at this moment? Like yeah. different stuff like that, okay? Okay. So the episode starts. The mm-hmm. music is dramatic. Temptation Island dramatic ass music. You guys are saying goodbye to your lovers. Ma- there's mascara tears. I saw mascara tears on you oh, specifically. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. Whew. I saw those. And then you say that you're scared and you're nervous, but like you're grateful for the experience. You little girls have a little chat and have a little toast. All the single guys come in and they're like ready to rock and roll. They're ready to party. And you guys completely blow them off and do your own toast and don't let them do the toast with you. I I got to know more. I know. I got to know more about that. First of all, I have to say, I think it's so funny that like, and I'm sure you can agree with this. The four of us did not know each other at all. That was the first yeah. time we were like alone together, like basically and able to have yeah, this yeah. conversation. And I love that they were just like, okay, like tell each other about your personal lives and your feelings, yeah. even though you've never met each other before. And it's we were weird. Just like, okay. <laughs> like, we, you know what I mean? Like looking back, it's so bizarre because I'm sitting it's on this bizarre. couch and I'm telling these girls who I don't know at all. Complete strangers, essentially. They could be judging me. They could be yeah. they could be bitches. They weren't, but like they could be. Yeah. You, know, you know, I didn't know at that point. I didn't know what they we were all sizing each other up. Like obviously yeah. we ended up becoming friends and whatever. Yeah. But looking back, it's just so weird. Like the experience, everything about basically- the experience was weird. It yeah. wasn't just like, oh, you're dating a bunch of 12 like single guys and you brought your boyfriend here. It's like Everything else that goes into it, like you're you're stuck in the house with these four ra- three random girls you don't know. You're constantly being videotaped. Like it's just like ev- the whole concept. You have no technology, no books, nothing. Like what the hell? Oh okay, my God. wait. Before we continue, I do. I wanted to ask you this. Mm-hmm. Now that you're like in a very very serious relationship, you're ha- you have a baby daddy. You're about to birth his child, and you're very happy and live <laughs> together. Okay. Are you now on my page where it's like, if you're in a healthy, happy relationship, there's no way in fucking hell you would ever go on Temptation Island? I would never. Never in a million years. I hate saying this because it looks so bad. It just looks bad, but I would never bring Justin there ever in my entire life. However, ever, especially Aaron, I'm sorry, but I was really thinking about this today. We, We essentially brought our dudes there for like, ten thousand dollars that's it it was it was more (laughs) it was more than that but like i'm just it was pretty dang close to that okay it was like three weeks and like 10 to 15 grand okay so i'm just like well each of you like you got that and then he got that as well so essentially that's what Mm -hmm. it is it's like in my mind i'm like if i'm like in love with someone and like we're a power couple and he's like my person there ain't no way in hell i'm going there yeah for any fucking reason let alone that tiny amount of money i would just like hustle with my man make that 10 15 grand together and go on a solo vacation yeah (laughs) why the fuck are we going on temptation island that is very true i will play devil's advocate though and say this i think that like age and like where you are in life plays into it. Yeah. Because I also don't know how Justin and I would have been if we met each other, you then. know, when I was 22, 23 or whatever. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, I feel like 
I just really believe if you're with the right person and someone you want a future with, you would never fucking go on Temptation Island. I'm sorry. You're not, you're not really in love and they're not your person. Cause if they were, you ain't going to be on that show. I Unless stand. you're like the, I will die on that hill. No, but okay? there's not one percent, Kristen and Julian. Okay, <laughs> not. I'm not even giving them a one percent. I'm giving them a point of one percent. Okay, they are the exception yes. to the rule, and no one else is. I'm. I'm sorry. I will die on that hill. Yeah. No, I, I agree. On I agree. I would never take <laughs> Justin ever. I, I had to ask you now that you're in a serious relationship, and I was like. I was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, she's like essentially married, having this dude's child. <laughs> Ain't no way in hell she's going to Temptation Island with Justin. Oh my Same. gosh. If I was with someone like that and we're just like partners, no, yeah. not in a fucking million years. I know. And it's so weird because, like, it's like looking back, your concept of love is just so different because, like, yeah. I'm not going to deny thinking I was in love with someone like, or, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that, that, in that moment there, you thought it was because so it was like, I love, I thought I loved this person. Let's go on temptation Island. No, that yeah. doesn't make sense. No. Like, I am it, in love with Justin. <laughs> we are not going on temptation Island. Yeah. <laughs> like, the math ain't math. No. If you're in love with someone, you don't go on temptation Island. I'm sorry. It's yeah. just, that is the honest to God truth. And anyone that doesn't agree me and her both did it and we're now on the other side and yeah. I'm telling you if you're in love you're not going on to Nation no. Island period I agree end of discussion yeah okay anything else that we have to say before we go into the guys villa because it's turned up over there per usual I know I'm like I actually have that <laughs> in my notes too like I love how it's a I love how you can see us like cheersing the wine glasses and being like super yeah. standoffish and then it like flashes yeah. to the guys and they're like, every time let's go um the one other thing I did want to add where I feel like like at this point when we were sitting on the couch before we got up and like started drinking yeah. with the guys I felt like in this moment Erica Erica and I had very different mindsets in a sense where she thought her and Kendall were going to be okay and I, in my heart, was she like... She thought her and Kendall were going to be well, okay? Well, don't you feel like in that moment? Because I'm talking about how nervous I am. And I'm like, you know, this yeah. is it. Like, I don't know, you know, if I should have done... Like, you know, implying that stuff. And yeah, her yeah, comment yeah. back was like, you know... She I, was very gonna confident. Start, it's going to start getting easier for us or whatever. I do think in that moment, I think the first, like, day or two, she did think her and Kendall were going to be okay and like that they came there to work on themselves and and leave together. I really do think she thought I mean I we all thought that but like it I so I was I'm on the smart. couch. No, 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 it's okay. Like panicking being like, "Oh my god." Like our mindsets switched. Like we're so uh, right different. Away. You know what I mean? It's just crazy to me that like she comes off confident in those first day, two days and in that moment, because literally in the goodbyes, all remember I went off on it last episode. All Kendall said to her was, yeah, like six times. He said nothing other than the word. Yeah, I know. I know. But I think that like, it's because he's so manipulative, like even at the bonfire that we'll talk about the end of this episode, the way that she talks so highly about him, it's like, I really feel like she felt that she felt that way. And he was just very good at manipulating people. You know what I yeah. mean? I, I have notes on that later because there's different things that she said that brought me back to how I felt in, yeah. in my past relationship that I definitely related to her on. So I feel that. I definitely feel the whole being underneath someone's spell. Yeah. 
Okay, anything else before we talk about the turned up house? Because this, I'm sorry, this house is a vibe. <laughs> no, we could go on to it. <laughs> so Julian, he's getting down, okay? He's hilarious. He's getting it. I need to add, when we went to Kristen and Julian's wedding, both of them, both of them can dance. But Julian- I love that. And this is where it's like, I just like, I can appreciate this in Justin because he came with me. He did not know a single person. Him and I were still like, kind of fresh like you know not I remember when you guys went you guys weren't fresh you were pretty fresh I still wasn't posting his face it was that little like you know the hands or whatever you were teasing he literally within like a day became like best friends with Julian and Julian's brother and all the home friends and he's dancing with them it was just the funniest thing and that's where I'm like I'm just like on the sideline cheering them on but they're such good dancers, like, actually. And it's funny to watch Julian dance because it's, like, he, he like, looks ridiculous in a good way. But then no, I was at their wedding so and, and both you're like, of them. Hell yeah. Oh, my God. Kristen can dance, too. I'm like, geez. I freaking love that. I love when people have weddings and it's, like, such a cute little vibe, like, having getting married. But then it's, like, the after, like, the reception oh. is, like, a rager. Like, if I ever get married, that shit's going to be a yeah. rager. Like, I'm dancing. I'm drunk. I'm on tables. Yeah. Like, we getting lit. Like, I want that shit to be <laughs> Absolutely. lit. Absolutely. Their wedding was <laughs> so fun. It was so beautiful. And then, like, right like this, we were like, let's go. <laughs> it was great I time. love it. So yeah, Julian's getting down and then he says he thinks that if Kristen sees that he can be himself around a bunch of single girls but still be loyal and respectful, it will help her to trust him. And I thought that was cute. Yeah. And I agree because it's showing that he's like totally being himself. Like he's not holding back and he's still like being loyal and faithful. Right. Kendall does the split. Oh. And I was like, okay. Like that was kind of, I was like, damn, like he really like did a little Michael Jackson moment. Like that was, she was crazy. See, I lost it. I would, that would give me the ick so badly. If I was like in the middle of like dancing with someone and they just like dropped. <laughs> I'd be like, no, no. Get me on the next I boat. Knew you, I knew you were going to say no. Just like that. <laughs> I don't know what it is like. I just like that split. That's not your thing. Would have been such a turn off for me. I don't know. Like I can't. It was a little. It was a little wild. It, it came out of nowhere. It really was like he snuck that shit in real quick. He said, "Hold up, Ooh. hold up." Ooh. Oh my god. Um. Okay. Corey, mm-hmm. he's not enjoying himself. No. It's very evident. Yeah. He he says this is a lot of fun with like a dead look on his face. Yeah. And that's really all I have to say yeah. about him in that movie. He says he has a <laughs> wide range of emotions, says he can't even enjoy himself, though, because he still, you know, loves me, cares about me, and I'm still in the back of his head. We're on two different paths yeah. now. They may converge yep. or separate. I was like, converge. What have you ever used converge before? <laughs> He's getting <laughs> so funny. Getting deep. Uh, deep with the vocab. But it's like I actually told Casey this. I sent her – or I, I was yeah. texting about it, but I was like – now looking back, being so far removed from that relationship and being like, you know, happy with someone else. First of all, I will always root for Corey and whatever he does in life. Do I have any of his social media? No. Do, are we in contact? Absolutely not. But I will always cheer him on because our relationship, you know, it ended, but it wasn't, a huge blow up thing like I still yeah it wasn't like nasty it wasn't like a battle no and I still respect him and I I wish him well but it's funny because watching back 
I'm literally like, okay, now I understand the America sweetheart. Now Dude, I understand I'm telling you. because like the things he says and he just looks so yep. sad and I'm like, oh my God, yep. like I, I literally like, I'm like, oh, I actually like, that's wow. No, for real. And that's why yeah. when I first met you in person, I was like, okay, I'm so glad I liked you. And like, we vibed because when I watched the show, I was like, oh my God, this poor guy, <laughs> like I just want to like hold him and sing him a lullaby. No. Like he's so <laughs> sad and innocent. He gives that vibe yeah. in the show. Yeah, he does. Yeah, hundred percent. I get it, but it's okay. funny because he's talking to Nicole. He just seems so checked out. So like, checked out. He seems, he seems checked out a lot. He does. Okay. Anything else before we go into Tom? No. So Tom, he is trying to find a balance between being flirty and respecting Chelsea's feelings. Mm-hmm. And then Tom is telling the girls they've been together a year, and ex- and he explains how Chelsea doesn't trust him. He brings up the networking event and exchanging socials. Let's discuss that. I was going to ask you, what is your opinion on that? I Okay, so I'm going to say my opinion on it from the beginning of the episode and then my opinion on it at the end of the episode when I heard Chelsea's side, Mm -hmm. it changed. Okay. So this, I'll be honest. Okay. So I, a lot of people know I am in this very weird limbo phase where I'm in between like leaving my nine to five for good and going all in with like content creation Mm -hmm. and podcasting. Okay. And when you're trying to do content creation, social media, influencing, podcasting, whatever, when you're at events like this, networking is like a real thing. Okay. So there's times where like I'm meeting guys and I have absolutely zero romantic interest in them, but like we're following each other and exchanging our socials because like, like he's a videographer, he's a photographer, like, you know, that type of thing. So from that aspect in my mind, I'm like, okay, I do kind of get what Tom's saying. It's like, and he's an actor. So he's kind of in that Mm -hmm. world as well. However, at the end, when I found out that he literally gave his social to this chick and Chelsea was standing right next to him and he didn't even introduce her as his <laughs> girlfriend. I was like, bro, I would dump him on the yeah, spot. Yeah, that's terrible. On the spot. Zero. Like zero <sighs> tolerance. Yeah. You like the, that's no longer networking. That's you're being shady as fuck and you've uh-huh. gotten away with being shady as fuck for so long that you are like blatantly disrespecting your girlfriend like and with zero repercussions. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. See, I don't know if it's just because, like, I'm pregnant and hormonal, but I personally am, like, I I think I would not be I, – I wouldn't be okay with it in any – I yeah. would literally – because, like, even, like, with, like, Justin and his job now, like, I I don't know. Like, I want to know who you work with, what your connection is with them, like, you know, and I think yeah, with when it comes to – going go, go, going to a bar whether it be like a, a, a networking event or not and getting someone out I would not be okay with that I'm gonna be honest I wouldn't yeah. I don't know if it's because of my hormones or what but absolutely no. not and then obviously when Chelsea told her side I was like oh hell no like yeah that is like I would we would be broken up but yeah there's just like a very fine line I think because like Cause yeah, like me and Nicole, I'm not going to lie. Like when we were in Scottsdale, it's like we're meeting all sorts of people and sh- sharing our socials and it really is just business. Yeah, but you guys like are there's single. nothing behind you guys it. Are single. Even if I was with someone though, if I met like a, a person, a guy that was like a 
a insane videographer and he can make me some crazy content for like my socials and like my fashion stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like I would follow him because we're going to work together and it's literally strictly oh. business, but I would never hide it from my significant other. Mm-hmm. I would always run it by my significant other. If like my significant yeah. other wanted to be there when like we shoot the content, like yeah. totally fine. I would very yeah. much stay in communication. And if my significant other ever had a problem with it, then yeah, no, I'd be like, okay, yeah. you learn how to be a videographer and shoot right, my content right. for me. You yeah. know, anytime someone. So there's just like communication yeah. is not number one. I was going to say, I feel like anytime someone's being shady with the phone, it's yeah. not good. You know what I mean? Like, it's like. I, yeah, and I 100%. feel like asking for someone's number in front of your girlfriend okay that's even that's even different i thought it was just exchanging like instagram is what he was saying like social social media maybe i don't know but yeah once i found out she was standing there that changed everything and i was like okay very different situation if my man shared social media with some chick in front of me and did not (laughs) even acknowledge my presence or introduce his girlfriend i would i would just walk out of the bar and ghost him for eternity I feel like you like, can take her Instagram, delete mine. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. Like delete mine. You just yeah. found your new girl. I will say though, I liked what Grace said to Tom in this moment. Not necessarily about che- like Chelsea. Like I'm not agreeing with like her I know what you're going to say. This, I know what you're going to say. But I do like how she said you shouldn't be with someone who makes you constantly anxious. And I totally yes. agree with that. Class. You know what I mean? Like that's like. Yeah, dude. I, I lived that life, yeah. okay? I lived where I was on eggshells 24 fucking 7. Ugh. And I've been with guys since then where it's, like, peaceful. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's it's so fucking peaceful. And I cannot even – when as soon as she said that, I was like, I'm telling you, as soon as you feel anxiety mm-hmm. in any sort of relationship with someone, run for yeah. the fucking hills. Yeah. That's – Period. Yeah. Period. <laughs> I'll shout it from the rooftops that when she said that I was like yeah like go off (laughs) all right so we're back at the girls villa yep back at the girls villa Chelsea is telling Blake how she loves snowboarding and they are bonding over Mm -hmm. that and then they both find out that they also love to scuba dive she says that she's trying to be in the moment and focus on herself and not be too in her head about their relationship and then we find out that Tom doesn't snowboard or scuba dive. And then Blake brings up that his parents were about his parents relationship and how they do the things that they love yeah. together. They had a really good bond in the beginning, Chelsea and Blake. I was going to say like so far and I, I know it doesn't end well, but so far, I mean, it's like good conversation. Yeah. They have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. It seems natural. Yeah. It seems like a legit connection. Yeah. He was there for her. Like a lot throughout the process. It was. Yeah. I thought he was good. Like it at that time. Yeah. Um, then anything else? Nope. I I keep trying to think. I feel like my mic is echoing sometimes. I don't hear it that way. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah, I'm not going to edit this out. Everyone <laughs> just putting that out there. Love that. <laughs> so if it is. If it is echoing, I'm sorry, you guys. I'm trying to figure it out. Okay. So, Aaron, you are telling the guys about your soccer career. Yes, like they of ask, course. Though. Don't even. They ask. Like, oh, uh, yes, they ask. I know. It's. Just, I'm just going to say it. Production is doing you dirty because straight up, when me and you were recapping like past seasons and you always kept joking about how you're always like crying and always talking about soccer – 
I I've watched your season, but now rewatching it, I'm like, damn, you really are fucking talking about soccer a lot. But it's production is editing no. you to to look and when like this. We, when I am on my date and like have that conversation with Griffin, oh I, well, yeah, dude, I was like, I really? have it in my notes. Like we we'll get into that, but I'm literally like. Ugh. Like y'all knew what you were doing, you, and yeah, it's disrespectful. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, disrespect. But yeah, they were just like all like, oh, like you know, you played. Where'd you play? I was like, oh, Rutgers, a little yeah. professionally. Um, and then it flashes to Kristen and Dave. Yeah. So you and Griffin, if anyone didn't know, they obviously have the soccer situation in yes. common. So now Dave is telling Kristen that. He's there to send his wife money back home. Can you explain that to me? I need to understand. I mean, he was like the jokester of the house. It was one of those things. And like, I'm not trying to be rude, but he made it so far because he just was like very entertaining, if that makes sense. Like, he's funny. You know, on bad days, he'd be like, let's drink, let's party. He would like, you know, try to make us food and stuff. Honestly, I said it in our last episode, like I didn't have a great relationship with him. I'm not going to lie. I don't really care for him. Um, But yeah, you told me me that he, he was like the house, um, like party energizer, but bunny life of the party. I mean, I wouldn't go that far because again, I didn't really care for him, but he was like the little, like the energizer. Why can't I say that word? Okay. Energizer. Energizer bunny. I was like, energizer. (laughs) (laughs) Energizer. Bunny. Energizer bunny. I can't. I'm like, (laughs) Okay. But yeah, I got it. I got it for you. <laughs> we did it too. together. We worked through that one. Um, Teamwork. But yeah, like he just always made jokes to lighten the mood. And I think that because we knew he wasn't, and again, this is going to sound kind of fucked up, but like a serious candidate, like he just yeah. was there to like, I don't know, bring light to situations and joke around. And like, I know Kristen and him actually developed a good friendship and it was just like a comfort thing. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. you're not going to do anything with this guy or like, it's not going to go anywhere. So. It was like a comfort zone, like a little comfort yeah. blanket. Yeah. You guys are playing flip cup. That's one of my favorite games. So fun. It looked like a vibe. I'm not going to lie. I was like watching this and like taking my notes and I was like, dang, I want to play some flip cup. Like you guys got I me kind of going. And I was like, it seemed like a good time. A and then right as shit was mm-hmm. a good time. We have Kristen yelling at the guys about spraying the champagne. And honestly, Aaron, please help me understand. Because, like, where else are you going to spray champagne besides, like, a fully paid-for villa on Temptation Islands? Like, it's literally the perfect opportunity (laughs) to spray champagne. Why was she so pissed? It killed the vibe immediately. And as soon as I put in my notes that killed the vibe, then someone literally said, that killed my vibe. (laughs) Like, why was it? Like, I don't understand why she freaked out. I mean, I, I well, the, it got so quiet. Yeah, it did. I think that he was just <laughs> trying to like match the energy of like Temptation Island, it being like a crazy party. And yeah, as you know from the earlier scene, we were still trying to like decompress and like debrief what just happened in our relationships and what's going on. Yeah. And again, like, we didn't know 
these guys at all. We didn't even know each other. And I think that it's just like the stress of the situation kind of like took over in that moment. Um, Yeah. And I will say the, the glass, we didn't have doors. Like it was literally open, like coming into the kitchen. I mean, it would have been weird if he turned around and sprayed it outside. Um, But I'm just like in my mind, I'm just like out of all the places and all the times in your life, the perfect opportunity to spray champagne would be in yeah. this environment on this show. It's Temptation yeah. Island. But they didn't sleep there. Like they they go like would go off to their hotel and that's the thing. It's like I don't know. I actually don't know who would have cleaned it though, Casey, because our experience was vastly different. Our place was disgusting. We didn't have – not the place was not disgusting. Like the actual place wasn't. But like it wasn't – Yeah, but it was like – dirty because of you guys yeah well because of the guys and it was like if yeah they didn't wake up and clean and in the beginning they always would because they were trying to like win us over yeah it would be disgusting we barely had food like like just water so i don't know but i get i get that i get that if you see jack's face he's literally like oh yeah you see my face no like oh Everyone is like you could tell immediately everyone was like, Oh shit. Like yeah. nobody knew how to act. And I actually I cracked up when um Kristen in her confessional, she's like, I thought we were gonna be sharing space with twelve men, not twelve boys trying to relive their yes. frat days. I was like, Girl, baby girl, you signed up to be on Temptation Island. These are all former frat boys mm-hmm. trying to relive their frat yeah. days. <laughs> like this is literally what this is. Absolutely. And they were all they were uh, all like that. Like they just were all yeah. ugh, the typical frat boy. Frat boy <laughs> and frat boy behavior. I wish looking back to that, uh, like I had fun, like for sure. But like that I was just like a little more outgoing. Like I know I was. I, yeah. I definitely wasn't like the most closed off, but like I'm like ugh, it's so different yeah. when you remove yourself and you're like, no, I I should have done this. Like Yeah, we've talked about this, though, because I feel the Mm -hmm. exact same way. Like, if I went back, like, as who I am today, oh, my God, I would have a fucking blast. Like, I really would. I'm not even going to lie. Okay, anything else before? Oh, we're about to dive into this Yeah, this gets a little juicy. This was, like, again, like, night one, and there's drama. I'm like, oh, so God. Yeah, so I – I'll, what I'll do is I'll read because I kind of have a lot of notes on this. I'll read off my notes and then you can explain to me like the background okay. of what went down. Okay. Okay. So Kristen doesn't want to talk to Evan. He thinks that's yep. his name, right? Okay. He thinks she's closed minded. He calls her out for knowing what this experience is about. And then she comes on this experience and is all standoffish. She says that she's not and that if you give me respect, I'll give it back. And he wants to know how he disrespected her. He says that he feels animosity and he just wants to clear the air. And then Kristen doesn't think he understands the head, the headspace she is in. And he kind of keeps egging her on. He sarcastically tells Jesse to have fun with her. And then he walks away and he calls her a bitch mm-hmm. kind of fucking loud. And then he calls her by the wrong name. He calls her Christina and then says that he doesn't give a fuck what her name Yo, is. He act- I'm not going to lie. I would – someone would have to hold me I know, back. I'm, try- I'm trying okay. to remember if she heard him say that though. Because you know how they do that? I they would, like add the mic. I would lose my mind, Karen, yeah. if I heard and, the and dude the thing- say that. I no, would be a problem. The thing is though is that like I don't even think I heard it. Like I think – 
that they turned the mic up. Like he definitely said it, but like uh, even if I had heard it, I think I would have yeah. said something. Like even though I had, I didn't really know her. Like I think it was one of yeah. the situations where, because I, honestly I don't really remember it, but they like cropped it. He probably said it under his breath, and then they like right, like the one mic of those up. things. But yeah, he was. <laughs> you know, what's really funny is that when we get when we eliminate him, he calls her the wrong uh-huh. name again. And it's not intentional. No. Like she literally, Kristen literally goes at the elimination, you know, you called uh-huh. me the wrong name. And like, I felt like you didn't really like want to get to know. Like she said something along those lines. And he literally goes like, uh, Erica, I mean, and he like literally calls her the wrong name. And she's like, this is exactly what I'm talking about. Like, you don't even know. See, I call, I'm sorry. I call bullshit. He did that on purpose. You think? You're going to have to, bullshit. when you watch yes. it, let me know. It seems very. No, because I, because Aaron, I remember uh-huh. this vividly because this was when I was live tweeting for this season. Okay. And I remember that elimination when those little bitch boys got <laughs> yes. all heated and they were causing a scene and I got fucking heated yeah. watching it because I was like, if I was sitting right there and these dudes were talking this way, I'm telling you right now, I would be on my feet. I'd be in their fucking yeah. face. Like it would be a fucking problem. And I even tweeted about it. Those little bitch boys. I don't even know where they are. They're irrelevant. We don't even have their Instagram accounts. All of them little assholes. Okay. Not yeah. a fan. I was so pissed when I saw how they talked to you well, guys. Actually, Evan, all of them were actually very nice to me, which is so funny because they I were don't understand when they got eliminated. Well, they were dicks after the season aired to me. That's where I'm, I'm still – I'm not going to get over that. I will be 85 still talking about the fact that y'all were fake as fuck. You thought I was super cool in the house. And then the second the show aired, y'all y'all flip-flopped on me. I am Flip still upset two years later. Fuck off. No. Yeah. No, I, I call bullshit. I I really think he's just an asshole and he's purposely saying Probably. the wrong name. Probably. I really believe that. I'll die on that hill. I'm dying on a lot of hills. It's just today. like I'm cheated. <laughs> I'm worked up. I feel like, and honestly, like I never had a direct issue with Evan. Like I actually really didn't. I took him on a date. Like I don't have anything bad to say entirely about him. Like I do with certain like other castmates or whatever. Um, yeah, but I do feel like a lot of the guys have like this God complex and I'm like, I don't know why you guys have it. I don't know where it came from. I don't know who you dated in the past that like made you feel like your shit don't stink, but like, I'll give it to you straight. Like your shit stinks. Like you are not, you know what I mean? Um, and that's not like directly towards Evan. That's towards a lot of the guys that were, we were in the house with. And I'm just like, it, it's such a turnoff to see how like, self-absorbed you are and that's like even outside of the show like if you act like that it's not attractive like you can be humble you no can- it's not cute <laughs> you can be like a confident alpha male but still be humble and respectful that's like king yes, energy absolutely you know? they, they don't got that king energy no. <laughs> at all okay we're back at yes. the guys villa julian he's making eggs for all the girls like the hubby Aww. he is Kendall, he's talking to three girls. I think it's Alexis, Katrina, and is it Grace is the third girl? Okay, so he's talking to those three. He sits them down, and his douchebaggery just comes out Mm -hmm. right out the gate. He wants 
to know what they need to work on individually in order to be in a better relationship this, with a man. This bothered me so much, and let me tell you why. It bothers you me so on much the show, too. And like these girls need to get to know you. Why are you trying to control the situation? Why are you trying to pick yeah. their brains? Why are like not for nothing? Like you don't need to know about them. Like yes, in some aspect, but it's like he is so good at like manipulating the situation and like flipping it back where it's like he doesn't yeah. want to be in the hot seat. So let me like ask these girls these questions. Like, let me pick their brains. Like, no, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it it just seems like he yeah. needed to like show that he was head honcho. I have these three girls around me and I'm going to run the conversation. It's like, fuck off. It's also, he's, he's redirecting the energy away from him because honestly, I would be one of those girls sitting there. It's like, okay, well, I want to know why you brought your serious relationship to Temptation yeah. Island. That's what I want because that's a fucking yeah. red flag. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of cute girls, right. you know? I, I want to know more about yeah. that. So, yeah, that was freaking weird. I'd be like, dude, I'm not the one that's – no, dude. We need to ask exactly. you that question. So, mm-hmm. Alexis – she wants someone to break down her walls and she really wants to let someone in and she is scared to let someone in. And honestly, that's kind of what I'm dealing with right now mm-hmm. in my own personal life. So I really yeah. related to that. I was like, okay, like that's really cool that she like was able to like open up and admit that because that's a real fucking thing. That's like, that shit's yeah. hard. <laughs> I, yeah. I get it. And then Kendall wants to know what created those walls. And he asks, was it cheating? And she admits to being the one who actually cheated and broke her ex's heart. He, for whatever reason, finds that interesting. And she admits that she hasn't dated since. Which, honestly, I will say, for someone that was the cheater and then you haven't dated since, I think that's kind of cool. It's like she knew that she needs to, like, yeah. work on herself and kind of be solo. For that yeah. was, like, admirable, I will say. I was I surprised. actually have that written, too. And I thought that it was um, pretty, like, not courageous because that's, like, such a serious word. Like, big of her to just to own, own it, it and like right she off owned the bat. It. She's like, yeah, you know, 100%. like, I, I cheated. I'm the one who cheated. Like, she could have lied. No yeah. one, you know, maybe yeah. the ex would have, like, no tweeted one when the episode aired. But other than that, no one would have fucking known. Like, you know what I mean? But she was like, no, like, I'm the one. And, and like, when you initially tell someone that, like, that can be perceived as a red flag. You know what I mean? But she just was yeah, super honest. 100%. And she's like, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. My impression was she took the gamble that this is either going to hinder my chances with him or he's going to accept it. And I mean, it played out yeah. in her favor, but. No, I actually, I liked how she handled that whole yeah. thing. Yeah. I really did. And then he says he likes how Alexis makes eye contact with him and he feels like she wants to connect. He feels like it's real and genuine. And he tells her that she has some fire and passion in her too. Ooh la la. (laughs) Anything else? Because we're about to dive into – wow, I can't even talk. (laughs) Date. No, I'm ready for it. (laughs) Okay. So when you're sitting out there and then like the guys walk in, how did you feel? How did, what was the, what was the environment like? Because that first Uh date selection, choosing a date in front of your significant other, I've said it once, I'll say it again. It is so freaking bizarre. First of all, it was hot as balls, but also super windy, but super windy. But it wasn't one of those things where it was like, Oh, it's hot. And then there's a nice breeze. It was like hot air, like hot wind. That's why I had my hair up. Like, a lot of the times, mind you, I had just gotten these extensions that I didn't know how to use or wear. So a lot of the time my hair is up yeah. and it's like 
in a weird, like I was told initially when you get extensions, you can't put your hair in a high, like a high bun. Like that's not true. Like these weird, uh-huh. whatever. I'm going off on a tangent. I will say your hair, I, I know we've talked about your hair in the past and now I still to this day, and mm-hmm. I, you know I'm a brutally honest person, I would tell you like it is. I think I your like, hair looks great. I like this the way whole that time. I look in this episode other than the bonfire. And the only reason I don't like the bonfire is because the dress, but like we'll get into that when we get there. Um, but I, <laughs> okay. I, I actually don't mind my hair in in this, in the date selection. But yeah, yeah it was no, it super great. windy. So I was like, I'm wearing my hair up and it was super hot. Um, when we first sat yeah. down, my first like my like direct anxiety I guess was who's he gonna choose I wasn't even worried about me choosing going up there like I was just looking at these girls like I wonder who he's gonna pick you know what I mean that's where my mind was who did who did you think who Um, did you think I thought he was gonna pick what uh Izzy because she was from Vegas and I remember specifically saying that I thought he because Why? He's, what about uh, Vegas? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was about to say Justin. Because <laughs> um, Corey is from <laughs> Vegas. Or he was. I don't know where he lives now. Oh, but okay. He lived in Vegas. Was from Vegas. Oh, okay. Vegas. I don't know. But yeah. Um, okay. So I That think, makes sense. And, then. Okay. and I also I get thought that. her or Katrina only because Katrina played soccer too. Like I was just like trying to find like a, a connection somewhere. Someone yeah. that's similar. Um, yeah. So I was surprised when he ended up picking Nicole. But, yeah, that was the only thing going through my mind. Like, which one of these little bitches is he going to pick? <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah, so awkward picking a date I in know. front of your boyfriend. Yeah, that's something I'll never relive <laughs> ever fucking again. Jesus. Okay. So Erica is when the guys come in. She feels like Kendall is avoiding eye contact and he was laser focused and didn't and even like, look at her. And that kind of comes into play a yeah. few times throughout this episode. I she mean, he's really such a dick because you see Tom, Tom walks out with like the like jazz hands and is like, you know, waving at Chelsea. Yeah. Um, Julian comes out and he says hi to her to hi to Kristen or whatever. And then like, yeah. you don't see Corey at all, but later on you see him and I have an interaction like it's just like you can't even you're the only one who didn't acknowledge your girlfriend because that is your girlfriend whether you're dating someone else or not that's still your girlfriend because also like not I mean not to bring up he who must not be named but I will say even he who must not be named on that first date selection when he walked in he looked over at me and like smirked at me and we like shared a little moment so even that piece of shit like looked at me and we had a moment so for Mm -hmm. Kendall to not even acknowledge her presence I was like yo bro even Satan acknowledged my presence so you can't even this is you can't fake it like I always gave Evan or he who not can he who can't be named I always (laughs) gave him credit for doing a hell of a job faking shit a (laughs) hell of a job round of applause it was impressive (laughs) Kendall didn't even try Kendall Kendall didn't even try, dude. He didn't even try like, to come off good. He just gave he gave nope. zero fucks. Nope. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. It's wild yeah. to see. Okay, so Julian, <laughs> he goes first and he picks Amanda. He said it felt really weird choosing a date in front of Kristen, which yeah. obviously they've like only been with each other for a decade. Anything to say about that before no. we go in the next one? You can just rally them okay. off and like if we have something. 
if we have it. Okay. Corey, he chooses Nicole, <laughs> and you say, oh, she's cute. And I'm so I don't petty. Hate her. <laughs> Me and Erica were, like, the most petty, and there were so many more, there were so many more comments, like, throughout filming that, like, I would say, and, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? That I, like, these one-liners that wouldn't make it, but they were so it's, good. <laughs> it's so you, though. Like, if anyone that, like, really knows you knows that it's, like, yeah. so natural. <laughs> And then you say that you think being jealous is inevitable in this situation, but you also know like yeah. why the girls are here. So you're not really and like, that's what, like, against like them. I feel like when you're in a situation that we're in, like you need to like be able to like call a spade a spade. Like there's no way you're not getting jealous even the slightest. And I would say like even yeah. as far as to go with like I mean, I don't actually, I don't know. I don't want to speak for Kristen and Julian, but I could not imagine not even a little bit of jealousy. I feel like it's human exactly. nature. It's very natural. And that's where I'm yeah. like, anyone like who says, like an in, like human like, instinct. you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. I have mommy brain. <laughs> yeah. No. No, no, I totally get what you're saying. I, I agree. I think there's a, still a tiny little percent of you, no matter how confident you are, like, that's yours. Like, yeah. that man is mine. Like, Absolutely. step off. Yep. <laughs> you know? Okay, Kendall, he chooses Alexis, and it irked Erica how Alexis stepped out before he even got to her because she obviously knew yeah. he was going to pick her. And then them holding hands, walking, I was like, yo, you, like, they really are just doing the most like, right now. Like, the thing now. is, is that I'm all for you diving into the experience and figuring out what you need to, but you're being so disrespectful. Like, you're doing it, so you're doing it without any respect to your significant yeah. other. And that's where it's like, I'll go as far as to even say, he who cannot be named, like, he did a hell of a job of, like... <laughs> Like, I love that we call him that. Like, he would literally, like, cry and confessional about you and, like, you know, be so remorseful and, like, tiptoe around telling Morgan things. And it just, as a viewer, it seemed like at some – it came off – It came – he, he, he got did. He, It came off yeah. pretty genuine. Yeah. Because it was like, wow, like, maybe he really is struggling and, like, you can tell he still respects Casey. Like, this is, like, what I'm saying a viewer who doesn't know yeah. you guys might think. But with Kendall, knows the right, real but story. With Kendall, it's like you literally are being so just like outwardly disrespectful, blatant. Yeah, like he literally gives not zero even, fucks. Like more like you don't even care about her feelings as like a human being. That's like no. concerning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's definitely he's kicked it up yeah, a notch. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, kicked it, he's kicked it up a notch oh for villain God. status for sure and then erica says her little comment i hope he sanitizes his hands after that yeah that was great oh uh, okay tom chooses lauren and chelsea thinks that tom could lead her on and that lauren needs to not take it personally it doesn't mean anything mm -hmm. lol yep and then let's see what else Kristen chooses yep. jesse she says that she's not looking forward to the date because she feels like she will be awkward. And I actually have some advice for this exact oh, thing, feeling awkward me. on I'm the intrigued. date. Okay, so I know a lot of women listen to this podcast and a lot of people that are in like the dating world, single relationships, whatever. 
So I used to be like that too. I'm not going to lie. I still struggle with it because when I really like someone, I can definitely Mm -hmm. be shy and awkward. It's when I don't like someone that I'm like a ton of energy and I'm super flirty. But if I really like someone, yeah, I'll get like shy and awkward and like introverted. But this is what I've learned. And this is like advice that I've learned. You have to like not think of dating as like, oh my God, like this could be the one that I'm going to marry and like we're going to fall in love. And like this could be it. You cannot think of it like that. You need to just think of it like you guys are friends and you're spending time with your friends and just enjoy time together as a friend and see what happens. Just be Mm -hmm. like, I'm hanging out with my buddy. That like I kind of want to like fuck. Could possibly want to have sex with. Could possibly want to have sex with. I remember when Justin and I first met, he showed up to my apartment. I was literally in sweatpants and a crop top. And I was like, I'm letting you know. Like, I I went into that mindset like, I am going to be myself from the very beginning. Yes. And he's either going to love it or hate it. You know what I mean? Because I – I Exactly. What's that like when you – um, not what? What's the word? I'm trying. Like Submerge? when you are like shoving down stuff inside of you, <laughs> cramming. I to say that I, for the longest time, was not being myself to try to cater to someone else. Like I was sub- suppressing. No, what's the word? I can't think of the word. <laughs> Yeah, you were suppressing yeah, like your yes, real personality. Yes. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. And then yeah. I didn't date for the lo- I literally didn't yeah. date for the longest time before I I met Justin because I wasn't ready and I wanted to heal or whatever. But then going into it, I was like, I literally am going to show this kid who I am straight out the gate and like waste no one's time. He's gonna know who I am. I'm not gonna hide anything. Like low key, like kind of a crazy bitch, but like also a lot of fun. <laughs> like can dress casual, but also can dress yeah. nice. You're gonna get it all. All in one day. And he literally did. He showed up. I was in my sweatpants and a crop top. And then we both changed and went out in Philly. And then he saw Mm -hmm. me all dressed up or whatever. And I'm like, you're getting it all in one night. You know what I mean? Like, and I I agree with you. It's like, you have to be, but that's, it it was the best. And I went into it like, I'm going to act like I have known this guy and that he's my best friend. And it's like, it's not going to be awkward. And exactly you have to just be like we're gonna be yeah. go go be and besties I also feel, for the night. I feel like you and I've talked about yeah. this like I feel more comfortable when I'm dressed down like it's almost like a um, yeah 100 like a psychological thing I'm not even kidding like I feel more confident yeah. more outgoing when I'm dressed down and yeah that's why I was like I know I'm going to be myself if I'm in it's again it's weird it's like a psychological thing if I'm in my sweatpants and like my crop top I'm I am weirdly yeah. gonna be able to be like my full self with my personality whereas if he comes in and I'm dressed up and a little uncomfortable with my outfit but I look good I'm still gonna be a little off you yeah. know so I just ri- I was like yeah Fuck this. yeah yeah <laughs> you wanted to be your true self what or not I love too this is so random but I love like like when you you can be in your like sweatpants and like no makeup and like mm-hmm. I wear my glasses and like my hair in a ponytail and I'm like just like cute normal Casey yeah. with like no makeup. But then it's like that night it's like I glasses off, <laughs> hair done, makeup up, little like tiny little yes. dress, six inch heels. Yes. I'm like a different bitch. Like it's yeah. like two different chicks. Best of both worlds. I love That's that like, shit. Best of both though. worlds. Yeah, no, that's that's the vibe, man. Ladies, yes, best of both Be worlds. That girl. Live that life. It's it's the way to, <laughs> it's the way to go. 
keep them surprised. Walk out of that bathroom when you get ready and they're going to be like, oh, shit, she's a baddie. Period. So Chelsea. Okay. Mm -hmm. Chelsea chooses Blake. Obviously. We knew that was coming. Tom is obviously not surprised because she likes men, not boys. And Blake know, does look like, like a man. I that was kind of a weird comment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. A little bit. Okay. When it's Erica's turn, Kendall says under his breath. Again, Slimy. he's just a piece of shit. He says, let's get the party no, he, started. No, he said, no, what Casey, man? he said, let the games begin. I thought he said, let's get the party no, started. I mean, he definitely... It's either way. Yeah, it's, it's not horrible. It, it's really not. <laughs> it's like you're supposed to be with like someone that you're in love with that you've been with for like two and a half years, and you're like watching her pick a date with another dude, and you say, "Let the games begin," yeah. or "Let's get the party started." It's like, no, what it's- is wrong with you? Just break up with her, okay? You clearly don't yeah. even like her. Like I just, it's so and it's also weird not to me. a game because like for everyone else on that island, it was very serious. Like at least for the couples, so don't yeah. like ew your intentions go away. Yeah, mm-hmm. she chooses Lex. He's very cute. Kendall says he doesn't even remember his name, and he knows what he brings to the table. So it's like while he's saying he wants like her to start stuff with this guy he's also saying that he has nothing to worry about because he knows what he brings to the table it's like dude pick I'm actually a lane. what he brings to the table <laughs> like i would like nothing. to know one thing that you bring to the table um yeah so aaron you choose griff you guys are already on nickname i also love basis. how like <laughs> they intentionally saved me for last because they knew they because we had to tell them who were picking yeah. the night before you know what I mean? Like that was – I don't know if yeah. people – if like listeners know this, but like when you chose who you were picking for the date, you had to run it by production first. I don't know. So that cameras – yeah, the camera guys know yeah. who to like zoom in yeah. on and like how so, to get the um, Yeah. Anyway. Corey, Corey looks like I he's going to throw up. As soon as, you, as soon as you pick him, he looks like he's just going to die on the spot. Okay, but what I say – gives me so much I cringe you know how I say about like these guys like oh if Kendall did a split in front of me I'd get the ick or if Edgar read a poem I'd get the ick yeah Uh, feel free to tell me anyone listening I know y'all would get the ick if you heard me say um (laughs) swag. I got the ick with myself (laughs) like looking back I'm like oh I'm now in that category of like giving people the ick and I am like so mortified, <laughs> but yeah. So basically, I think you're I say dope. that he's pretty good looking, and he has that soccer swag, and I felt like him and I had a lot in common. <laughs> so yeah. Hmm. Can I can I tell you something about soccer? I don't think I've ever told you this. Tell me. I was a soccer goalie. Were you? <laughs> did I did I ever tell you this? I don't think you did. Yeah, dude, I was, and I was pretty good for like three years. Wait, how tall are you? How tall are you? I'm like five four and three quarters, but I have gigantic. You hands. give off like you're tall. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, because I yeah because I have a tiny torso and I have really long legs and arms, and I'm not joking. My hands are gigantic. Really? Like gigantic. The last guy that I dated, my hands were bigger than his, and it used to always freak me out. But yours are skinny. Mine are fat. And mine are yeah, fat, like, not being pregnant. Like, I've always had sausage <laughs> fingers. 
Yeah, my hands like I don't know any friends. Like all of my all all my friends, their hands are significantly smaller. And then all my guy friends, they're about the same size or a little bit bigger wow. than mine. Yeah, you just like like when I even like everyone thinks I'm five yeah, ten until they at see your, me in person yes. and I'm fucking tiny. Yeah. They're like, wait, you're really small. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm petite as fuck. No, I like, would agree with that. You come off like you're very tall. Everyone, when they see me in person, they're like, oh my god, I thought you were like five ten. No, yeah, fam. Yeah, wow, small. But that's crazy. You were a goalie. How old? Like up until. Um, I, it was actually an accident. So I was on like an all-star team when I was in sixth grade. And one day we were doing drills where like you switch like positions and everyone was like switching in to be goalie. And I was like really fucking good at it. And then for all like sixth, seventh and eighth grade, I was a goalie. And one year we won like first place, like our championship. Yeah, it was like a big thing. And then it's so funny because my brother, he ended up being a water polo goalie. And one like CIF and yeah, so we have like goalies in our family. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, wild, right? I also love how water polo, from my knowledge, is not a thing on the East Coast, but it's like huge on the West Coast. Huge in the West Coast. Yeah, like Agora water polo, like people all over California knew about it. It was like number one team when my brother was on that team. Wow. Yeah. Fun fact about our lives. (laughs) Okay, back on track. Also, Corey, he says my worst fears came true when Aaron picked Griffin. <laughs> I know, I know. It's the poor man is spiraling. So sad. Ugh. Yeah. So now we're back at the girls' villa. You guys are letting loose. You're taking shots. Yes. Pool party. Flipping Chelsea. He says he, this guy. Yo, this had me rolling. I'm not Same. kidding. I literally put in my notes. I was like, I don't know who Alex is, but I love him. Uh, actually, Alex and I had a great relationship too until that one fight we got in. Dude, he's freaking hilarious. He's like, I haven't met a girl I couldn't flip. But there are some that are easier than others. Easier than others. <laughs> and it's the way he says it too. He's like, I've never met a girl. Cowboy hat yes, and everything. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, he was a riot. With his banana hammock or what's it called? Like literally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. His little speedo. Yep. And then Erica and Lex, they're talking by the pool. She tells him hooking up with someone is not why she's here. Mm-hmm. And he says, like, he gets that and he's listening to her and he's taking notes. She says that um she feels free because Kendall isn't there for her to cater to 24-7 mm-hmm. and then leaves absolutely no time to herself. Yeah bro i know i really could not imagine how draining that relationship must have been yeah and then she says that she's really excited to be selfish for once it just really like i wish i could have been a fly on the wall in that relationship because that's like a big well because i feel like statement to make it's like so much deeper than like the emotional aspect too like not only do i feel like she gave her entire heart to him but it was uh-huh. also just like the above and beyond things she would do, like getting up at four in the morning and ironing his clothes or like making him breakfast. Like that's it's insane. not like she just like gave her whole heart to him and and that was like draining. It's like, like she like, also George. was doing like, like physical fucking labor, labor. Yes. <laughs> to please no, this I guy. Imagine. Yeah, it's crazy. I thank goodness she's been out of that I for know, a long time. I know, now. I know. We already talked about Alex in the Speedo. And honestly, um, oh, he compliments Erica's booty, which, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, she has, a cute, she has a cute little booty. 
Kristen and Jesse, they're by the pool. He tells her he wants to be open rather than closed off. And she admits that she needs to learn that. And that's why she picked him. He's stoked that she picked him. And she says that she was nervous he wouldn't say yes. He kind of giggled that off. And, like, he's excited to get to know her more. Yeah. I feel like in my personal opinion, looking back and, like, just from the experience, I do think Jesse was into Kristen in the in the beginning. Like – yeah, it seems like Yeah, like I think that he was like – he was trying to pursue her, but once it was v- clear what Kristen's like intentions yeah. were is when it shifted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, he – in with my experience and my expertise, uh-huh. he seems like he's definitely into her. Yeah. At this moment in time. Erica, hand, she just keeps handing out the shots. She's a shot girl, man. She's like, shots, yes. shots, 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 shots. She's handing out shots to everyone. Blake and Chelsea, they're flirting a lot. No surprise there. And then, okay, Aaron, I need you to explain you teaching Shaq beer pong. Did he not know that you're supposed to put it in the water cup and rinse it off before you put it in i like or was he's just like making jokes about how you're talking about how you got to get it wet because i was like i don't remember if he like actually didn't know that's what you're supposed to do but like he wasn't doing it so i was like listen this is what you didn't know that's what you're supposed to do i'm like bro have you never played beer pong that's a staple in growing up in la yeah i don't know i can't remember if he didn't know if he just wasn't doing it and then, of Has course, like, been to a frat party? my awkward ass is, like, trying to explain it. And I'm just like, you got to dip it. You got to you gotta get it wet. And then I'm you just, like, so awkward. And what bothered me, too, is that, like, the way that it looked was that I was, like, getting annoyed with Shaq. But, like, that was not the case at all. I think I literally, like, had, like, a brain, like, malfunction. And I was, like. I didn't think you I didn't think you came off annoyed or rude at all it just came off like I was like dude does this guy literally not know how to play beer pong like I was just like bro like that I just can't imagine ever meeting a man that didn't know how to play beer pong like everybody knows how to play my dad plays beer pong with yeah yeah (laughs) I don't know he definitely wasn't doing it though because there's a reason I said it but you know what's funny is I wanted to point this out is in the background you see Kristen talking to Uh Trent and Juwan and she is pissed and you can barely if you if and everyone listening I'm gonna rewatch not to like put you on the spot or anything if you're listening here but anyone you're gonna go rewatch focus on Kristen and try to hear what she's saying I was trying to listen and like I it like stinks that (laughs) we're recapping my season I mean it doesn't stink but I have a very terrible memory as it is and then you add the fact I'm pregnant mommy brain yeah so I'm like (laughs) trying to really remember but they're arguing they got in like a very heated argument again Kristen this kid Trent and Juwan I think it was between more like Kristen and Trent and it was about like them not respecting her and like when she was uncomfortable, like she's like, I spoke up when I was uncomfortable and now you guys are mad at me. And I think it was again about her being like standoffish. But at one point, like she was like yelling at him and it's like a shame because you just miss it. And that's where I'm like, I understand Temptation Island is more about like finding love. And it's like, yes, it's trash TV, but like they don't like to show the fights and all that. But there was a lot of good, like juicy drama that they left out like across the board you know what I mean like I've gotten like numerous arguments with the guys that weren't shown and I'm like damn it I wish you guys would have shown that like but yeah straight up after watching as many seasons of TI 
as I have now and meeting all these people and knowing production, all they give a fuck about is cheating, yeah. fucking, people falling in love, crying, and occasionally <laughs> dudes fighting when they're dead. And crying. <laughs> those four things. Yeah, and crying. Yeah. Those five things. Anything that doesn't fall in those five things ain't airing, period. Yep. We'll go back and watch, for, seriously, because you can see her argument. And I remember it was like a really like, it was like a pretty heated argument. Yeah, I'm, I'll watch because now I'm curious. Yeah. Okay. So then I go in confessional. Yep. You're still thinking about Corey. Mm-hmm. You're worried if he, like, if you're having fun, he's obviously probably having fun too. Yeah. And then it's a perfect little segue into the guys fill up because the boys are worried about Corey. They're like, yo, then, <laughs> we got to get him out of the we gotta, we gotta help our boy yeah. out. And then it pans over, and he's alone in a cabana, staring off into the distance. He's literally, okay. like, just struggle by best. himself crying. Oh, God. Dude, it's so bad. I know. Nicole checks on him with a drink and asks how he is, and he fully admits he's worried about Griffin and how much you two have in common. He's really hurt. Can I just say, I need to interrupt real quick. Yeah. As much as I talk about soccer, I think he mentions it more than I do. And, like, no one gives him shit. No one gave him shit. He has said Aaron and soccer and Griffin and soccer and soccer, like, more than I have. Like, I'm not trying to, like, kick him while he's down. Like, I know know we're, like, we're about to talk about him being sad. And it actually was a sad moment. But, like, he says it more than I do. Like... (laughs) It's clearly, it's clearly an insecurity for him, especially because, like, you've dated athletes yeah. and stuff, and, like, that's not really his bag, you know? Like, you can tell he's definitely insecure that's about it. That. Poor guy. You said that's not really his bag. <laughs> well, I'm just, did he ever, was he an athlete? Do I not know something? I think in high, okay, I yeah, think in, like, bag? high school. I don't know. Oh, God. All right, that's yeah. funny. Whew. He's sobbing in the confessional. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's fighting tears back, and, and I'm like, okay, you guys, I'm only giggling because now I'm at a point that I can laugh at all this, but I'm, like, not making fun of him. I no. Because really I was also that bitch in the confessional sobbing. Are you kidding? Same. I am the rest of – this is the only time he cries. We can give him shit because the rest of the season I cry and everyone gave me shit. <laughs> okay, so, like, when I giggle at people crying in the confessional, it's just because, like, now, like, it's just funny to, like, look back and, like, laugh all this off. But I'm not making fun of him. No, okay? not, at, not at all. This is very emotional. I get yeah. it. Okay. He's fighting tears. He even admits he doesn't know why, why it makes him so emotional because he does trust mm-hmm. you. And he's just kind of holding his head and he's really, like, going through yeah. Any, any thoughts? On, I just said on watching your ex cry in a confessional. I said, <laughs> I literally wrote in my notes. Of course, it ends with him sobbing. Like Jesus, now I'm crying. <laughs> I, know, uh, I wasn't at, like honestly, like again, being. I was gonna ask, how does it make you feel now that you're like so removed from it? It makes me feel a little sorry. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like I do feel bad. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't take away the things that happened in our relationship that like uh he negatively did to me that I don't speak on and I really haven't spoken on like on the podcast Casey you know about it yeah um you're very very respectful to him in the public oh I there's I could absolutely like, say things yes, and I won't she, and even I, to this I know. even to this day like recapping the podcast yeah, I very I'm going into it like 
as if I'm a viewer who wasn't on it, like when it comes to him and other yeah. people. Um, yeah. So yeah, like watching it, I feel bad. And it's not like, oh, I feel, oh, I feel bad for him because like I'm now in a relationship and I'm pregnant. It's like, no, like I, I literally look back and I'm like, oh, like he was really, you know, he was going, he was, he hurting. was like hurting. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it doesn't yeah. take away some of the shit, but it is like, I do feel a little sorry when I, when I look back. Yeah, of course. Anyone that you like cared about yeah. in the past and you see emotional, it, it would be human nature to feel bad. The girls were back at the guy's villa. The girls changed into some Halloween outfits, I think. Is that what this was? It was angels and devils. Okay, but what was what with the schoolgirl outfit? That didn't fit with the theme. (laughs) I think that was like a devil schoolgirl. I don't know. I even put cute, love the schoolgirl skirt. I'm a big fan of a schoolgirl skirt. Okay, I have one from Hustler and I love that shit. But like, (laughs) (laughs) but like... Yo, like I, it just no. didn't fit with the theme. That's why I thought it was. Halloween. I agree, but no, it was. I think it was Angels vs. Devils, but yeah, she was dressed as okay. a schoolgirl. Okay, gotcha. So the guys, they take their shirts off. Corey gets a crown because he's the king of the night. They all cheers to the king. Yeah. He, he cheers up. He looks cute with his little. What's that little like thing that they I hold? Don't know. That king has. I. This is gonna annoy me because I normally know that word. But whatever, it's cute. He's yes. holding it. Um, Alexis wants to know what Kendall thinks of their outfits. He says she looks too good and it's dangerous. And she's flirting back and kind of playing with him. Okay. He said, wait, can I yes. finish the quote? Oh, wait, it's, you say what it's called a Septra? Yes, that's, it. that's what exactly that's what it's called. Because the king yes. has one when they get crowned. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So then, so yeah, she's flirting back and kind of playing with him. He says, I can look at you for 30 seconds and then I need to take a break. And then she says, I think you can look at me longer. And I'm not even going to lie right now. I really like her confidence. She really just was like, uh, went right into like, I think you can look at me for longer. I was like, damn girl, yes. That's literally <laughs> what I was going to say. Is that like, right? she is, I appreciate she it. is good at flirting. She's good at flirting. I was like, girl, you're killing no. it. That's exactly what I would have said. She's really good at flirting. And I'm like, wow, good for you. Like, not yeah. only the confidence, but again, just like. The, yeah, the, the body language. The eyes. The way she's looking mm-hmm. at him. The way she has zero hesitation with her response. I was like, yeah, ladies, take notes. If you want to know how to flirt, that's how you yeah, flirt. she did good. Yeah, I literally, I put in my notes, not even going to lie. I love the confidence. <laughs> okay, so now the, the dancing starts. Julian falling over to avoid the lap dance is freaking amazing. He was just like, I will fall on my back on national television before I let this girl lap dance. <laughs> Tommy so it ends up in Yo. a clip on t- on, at the bonfire. And it still <laughs> ends up on the bonfire clip, mind you. We don't get there tonight, but it, like. Does it really? It like cuts off right before he falls back so it like leads you to oh, believe of course they fucking did that, that got, shit to yeah Kristen. it leads you to believe but i think she was confident being like you know i don't know what happens or whatever happen. but like that might yeah. be one of my favorite scenes like no he i was like he's a loyal ass yep. man he was like i am gonna if i can't get out of this chair i'm gonna make the chair <laughs> yeah. fall the fuck back right <laughs> he's like i can't push her forward i'm gonna go back Whoop. i'm going yep. back i'm taking the fall yep. <laughs> Um, 
Corey, he is taking a body shot. I have a confession about body shots. It's like a fantasy of mine. I've never had one taken off of me. I really huh. want before I get married or meet the love of my life. I need, or actually, whenever I meet him, he can just take a body shot off of me. It's like a weird thing I've always wanted to do. I feel like I've, I feel like I, someone's done it. Like, cause I used to be a, I used to do bottle service and I feel like, yeah, not even like a customer, like- but like when I would go out with my, like, my, my crew, like my bottle service girls and the busters yeah. and all that, like we would, we would party hard in San Diego. And I feel like we always I love that. We're doing. See, I always, like, until TI, I was always in relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, I feel like I was always with guys that were just, like, fucking annoying. Yeah. <laughs> so they, like, wouldn't do that shit. But I just want to say, it looks like uh, Corey got over his fear of losing me real quick. <laughs> real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Diving into the right. body shots immediately. And he looked like a pro, dude. I know. He stopped lie. right before the boobies, though. And I was like, ooh, you're lucky, yeah. my friend. Yeah. Close. <laughs> Alexis, she's grinding up on Kendall. He's obviously enjoying himself. And then they start playing truth or dare, which is like my favorite uh-huh. game. This is the best game to break yeah. the ice. Like if you're trying to like cross some boundaries, cross some lines, but you're not sure how to do it, play yeah. truth or dare, my friends. Absolutely. Okay? It's the best way to break the boundaries. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Big fan, big fan. So Katrina, she gets dared to kiss Alexis on the cheek, and then Alexis turns her head and makes out with her. Again, Alexis slaying the night away, okay, <laughs> with her just, like, flirting skills and just game. She's got mad game, okay? Alexis, I'm saying I'll die on this hill. Alexis got mad We're game. We're impressed. We're impressed so far. We're impressed. <laughs> Kendall, he obviously picks dare. Wait, I wanted to ask Alexis- you. Real quick yeah. before we go on. Controversial. Katrina says in confessional she's here for a good time and to show to show the guys like who she really is. And uh-huh. I wanted to know your opinion on that. Like, like, do you think that's something that you would like, I don't know, like pride yourself on to win a guy over, like making out with a chick? Making out with another mm-hmm. girl. Like, I'm, I'm really asking. No. Like, I'm not trying to come for her. I just, like, when I rewatched it, again, it's hard being, like, pregnant and, like, super, like, mom vibes. Yeah. But, like, I honestly, I can't and even I'm- put myself in that position. But, like, for me to be, like, I'm going to make out with these girls so that one of these guys brings me home to their mom. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> okay so i i am a good see this is why our podcast is going to be really good going forward because we are both at such very fucking different stages in our lives so anyone can relate to this okay so me i'm straight okay i love the d love men however i have made out with girls okay that's not the issue but continue no that's not the issue I've even made out with a girl recently, like Alexa from season Mm -hmm. four. We made out in Vegas, like at a table and like people thought it was hot. Okay. It was like a thing. It was a vibe. She even said, she's like, damn, you're a good kisser. She like stopped kissing me. and was like, you're a really good kisser. I was like, I've heard, I've been told. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, no, I I would never think of it like that. It's like, if I ever make out with a girl, it's literally just like a drunken moment. It's like me and my friend and we're just like having like a good time. Oh, if I'm making out with a girl, I'm doing it for me. I'm not doing it for someone else. Are you kidding? I'm not over here like. 
that's literally what I was mm-hmm. just going to say. It's just like a fun little in the moment thing. Okay. It's like me and my friend, it's like, Oh, we're drunk. Like let's make out. And that may be silly and dumb and immature. Okay. Because I don't want to invalidate like people like bisexual or lesbians. Like I believe like if you want to be in a relationship or hook up with a woman, like that's amazing. Like do that. And I don't want to invalidate that yeah. at all. But no, never in a million years would my mind be like, in order to secure this man, I'm going right. to make out with this chick. Like, yeah. no, that's not ever going to cross my mind. I would never think that. I just feel like we no. don't give guys enough credit in a sense where we're so quick to assume they all want the same thing or that they all are super um, into like, you know, sex and all this stuff. And it's yeah. like, I picture like that line of guys take remove Kendall out of it that's majority and I don't see any of them being like I'm gonna leave my loyal girlfriend for someone who's doing all that like I don't and I'm not I I am not knocking the actual like make out in itself I just really just no but the reasoning behind it yeah and I will say like I've had um I've had two serious long-term relationships and then I've had other boyfriends like here and there, but both of my like serious long-term relationships, both of them, they thought like if I made out with another girl, that's cheating. It is cheating. I think it's cheating. Yeah, 100%. Both of them are like, that's cheating. You're, you're. So that's the other thing. It's I feel like a lot of girls, they'll be like, oh my God, like let's just make out. But it's like, if you're in a relationship Nah, dude, like that's still cheating. Yeah. <laughs> like, I agree. Period. I agree with that. Okay. Anything else nope. about that? But I, I agree. I, I'm with you on everything that you said. Love it. Okay. Kendall, he picks Dare. He gives Alexis a lap dance. And honestly, he did kind of kill yeah. it. Like, it wasn't that cringe. He, like, kind of has some moves. Okay. I was like, whoa. Okay. I hate your guts. Well, no, I don't hate your guts because I don't care about you that much. I just like think you're a fucking yeah. weirdo. I can't. Yeah, I can't. he did. He did well though. Waste. Not gonna lie. Yeah, dude, he did well. I was like, okay, grinding skills. We're here for it, and she's obviously mm-hmm. into it. And then it's Alexis's turn, and she kills yeah, it she's, too. She has a big. She has a big butt. I literally put. I was like, her booty's yeah. really nice. She has a nice. We're just we're fans of Alexis in this spot. <laughs> I mean, looking back, she's doing everything right. It, she's doing everything correct, to, okay? A, yeah. A plus, five stars. And I feel like she also, like, she saw an opportunity with Kendall and took it. I'm not saying she's an opportunist because that has kind of a negative, yeah. like, you know what I mean? But she, yeah, but she has, she saw an opportunity with Kendall because he was one of the only guys that was open enough to actually, like, do all this with them and she she jumped on it like you know what I mean and I think that was like from watching the season it seemed like a lot of the other girls were like struggling to like everyone I feel like everyone wanted a piece of Kendall from the beginning because they knew he was like the one that would do it he was he was ready to go all in yeah okay so now it's Tom's turn Tom's Tom picks truth and he says that he would be devastated if he left without Chelsea. And the point is to leave together and stronger. And then he tells a girl, I think it's Maya. We mm-hmm. 
tells a girl to not tell him what his point is and things kind of get tense. Yeah, it was awkward for a bit. Very awkward. Like, I understand where she was coming from, but I feel like it just came off, like, she said it the wrong way. Like, there was a little bit of attitude, like, you know what I mean? And to be honest, I didn't really get the same vibe that she got to begin with. And then the other thing that I kind of had a problem with, and this is my next note, I put Maya is pissed and thinks he made it seem the singles aren't worth his time and that it's disrespectful. And then he keeps trying to explain. And honestly, it came off like very like nice and genuine mm-hmm. that he kept trying to explain like that is not my intention. Like I did not mean it to come out that way. And it was coming off like he genuinely didn't mean for it to come off that way. And she literally like didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Well, I feel like the the issue that both houses and every season struggles with is that it's mm-hmm. like the singles are way too eager and aggressive from the jump. Like if yeah. you would have just let things unfold, look at Tom and Sophia's relationship. They ended up developing a literal yeah. relationship. So it's like you're basing your judgment off of someone who is thrown into this experience with in a very vulnerable state. Yeah. Right? Like everyone thinks they can handle the situation. I thought I was going on the show for a different reason that ended yeah. up happening. I was very confident until like day two. And then I was like, yeah. yo, what the fuck? Like your mind changes like that. Yeah. So I'm like, it's, it's hard for you to expect these guys to come in and open up and say they're, you know, willing to risk it all like Kendall was or whatever like you need to like not be so aggressive because like who knows had she not done all that maybe she could have been the one who got close to him at the end instead of Sophia you know what I mean like yeah 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 it did get awkward she was yelling at him she wouldn't let him finish his sentence and I think it was a lot of alcohol too (laughs) yeah not good I just love the part where she was like Tom starts looking at me like I've horns on the top of my head and then it turns in the in like it turns to her and she has literal horns on her head oh, I, her I, put, I put that I put that in my notes too because yeah. I was like that's really freaking funny good job production and video yeah video that was good okay so now it's date time and you guys do the high ropes course zip lining which I'm so freaking jealous that's yeah. like all I wanted to do the whole time that I was there and I never got to do it No, I remember being super excited. I'm not going to lie. It was a lot of fun, but it was very quick. Like it was, it was more standing around and like sitting around and waiting than the actual like zip line itself. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I think we only did like two or three. They only showed the long, the longest one we did. Um, and it was fun. It was fun. Um, it just, it was such a long day for such a short, little moment because then it's like I look at them on the boat and I'm like damn like as fun as zip lining was I wish I was on the boat yeah because it probably was like a I longer... had that date the snorkeling yeah. date I had yeah. that exact same thing we, we did snorkel we end up snorkeling but it was on like the little they took us out on like these little I mean you'll see you'll see they weren't yeah. small boats but it wasn't like that I wish it was like a I wish our group date was on the boat compared to zip lining 
Yeah. So we could have all been more together and not yeah. like just separated, but whatever. Plus, plus it was cool because the boat that they went on, I think they did the exact same excursion we did because we were on that boat and it was a big enough boat where we could like all spread out in our own little groups. And then we had like a big, huge, like catered lunch on there and then um, like drinks and snacks. Like it was, it was vibes. You can like hang out on different parts of the boat. You could tan or you could go snorkeling, swimming. It was kind of cool. Yeah, no, Side- our our lunch was not that. I think we had like tuna or like PB and J sandwiches on like a picture, like a um, what the fuck are those called? Not like a patio, um, canopy, like a. We were under like a. Uh, oh my god, I can't think of the word. But whatever, we were on. Um, we I I literally. I'm picturing the lakes that I grew up swimming the on lakes. and what it, what it is called. Oh, a pavilion. Sorry. Yeah, that's what it's called. So there we you were go. like, there was one um, red wooden table under um, the pavilion, pavilion and it was literally like tuna sandwiches or PB&J and we just sat there for like an hour and a half eating it. Like it was, it was just Interesting. Not. Yeah. I had Caesar salad. I love Caesar salad. That was one of the meals that I like really loved when I was on TI because I barely ate because I was yeah. such an anxiety yeah. in mess. I also, ate the shit out of that Caesar salad though. I remember Chelsea was so scared. Like she almost couldn't she almost couldn't do it. The zip lining? Yeah. She was yeah. terrified. Yeah, it it can be scary. I'm scared of heights, but I like zip lining and like high ropes course if that makes any fucking sense at all. <laughs> But yeah, I do like it. It like gives me anxiety, but like in a good way. Yeah. By the way, did Griffin help you into your harness? Because <laughs> that would be hot. I feel like, I feel like no. Really? No. Because that could be like a little sexual tension. Maybe like, get me in my harness, make no, it tight. No, no, no. This is where <laughs> I, um, this is where I realized that Griffin was not going to be the one for you. Oh my god, this tell is, me. Okay, so after we get done ziplining, uh-huh. He starts walking away, like we're both ziplining it and we're both like sitting now waiting to get like unbuckled or whatever. Okay. And at he gets unbuckled first and he starts walking away and I turn and I see JP, who's a producer, telling uh-huh. him, telling him to go get me and and stick out his arm. He's literally like and I was mortified because then he turns around and comes over and he like helps me down. And I was like, no. So he just left you there hanging in your harness? Dangling. Like fucking <laughs> little – I was literally dangling there like, hello. Yeah, He did no. not help me down the ladder. It was – Yeah, no. Be, he had to be told to help me down the ladder and to like grab my hand. And I – the worst yeah, part no. is I caught him being told and he like a little puppet turned around and do-do-do and came help me. And I was like, nah, this is – it was weird the rest of the time. I had such yeah. a bad taste in my mouth because, again, I went into the situation with an open mind. I went in thinking this experience is something I needed. Yeah. I had a lot in common with Griffin. I wanted to get to know him. And I just was immediately like, Corey wouldn't have done that. Like, Corey wouldn't no. have helped me. And that's where I was like, that's when my yeah. life started to shift like more and more. I'm like, yeah, this guy had to literally be told to do the bare minimum. Like, I wonder how you are in relationships. Like, nah, I'm done. I'm turned off. Yeah. 
hundred percent. That, that would it. turn me off. And too. then you don't really see me with Griffin for the rest of the season until I took him on like the fourth date randomly. Like it's so weird. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't like that either for sure. No. So Kristen, it's her first date in eleven years. That's all she really says. This whole thing, this whole date though, it looked really fun. Like I love it. Like yeah. I put the, I put that in my notes. I was like, this looks like a great time. So now the boys are on the boat. I just said I think this is the same date that I did the sco- mm-hmm. the snorkeling excursion. Amanda Julian says that Amanda makes him comfortable. He flips off the boat, kind of kicks things off. Everyone's jumping in. Good vibes. Snorkel dates are always fun. Uh, that's yeah. I stand by that. Snorkel date always a good time. Yeah. Kendall and the floaties, this poor man. Okay, I'm not going to lie. It was cute as hell. Okay, like I'm not a fan of him, but him being nervous and can't really swim and he's on the floaties, it was kind of cute. And I thought it was really cute that he's like hanging on to Alexis and she's like swimming for both of them. See, I like you got the ick. I, yeah, well, yes. So Don't I get not- me wrong. Okay, hang on. Don't get me wrong. I could never date a man that had to use floaties in the ocean. Okay, I need you to like, be able to save my life in the ocean. Okay. If he, a, if he was a nice guy, it would be cute. It would be different. It would be cute. But for the God complex he has and how <laughs> yeah. perfect he thinks he is, and my guy can't even fucking swim, I don't know who <laughs> you think you are, bro. Stop. We get in a fight. I'm pushing you in a pool. Like, period. I win that round, bitch. Like, that one. Period. <laughs> like, you know nah. what I mean? Like, that's nah. like. If he wasn't a dick, it would be cute. No, for like, real. Like, and I'm not knocking people who can't swim. Like, I'm not trying to say. I also think he grew up in San Diego. So I'm, I have questions about that, too. Like, how. There's no excuse. There's no excuse, dude. Like, yeah, if you grew up in SoCal, there's no excuse. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know, but I just I think the more more than anything he's so such a douche that it's like you not being able to swim is just like it's so yeah. ridiculous. It doesn't even like Yeah. Can't make I think you 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 hit the nail on the head. He has such a god complex that it's just it's shocking that he has to use floaties in the ocean. <laughs> shocking. It's literally shocking. Like, I'm going to be honest, like, I've been open where I have a little bit of a a phobia of the ocean because of my cave incident that I almost drowned in. But even me, like, I can jump off of a boat in the ocean and, like, confidently swim and snorkel. Like, no problem. Uh (laughs) You know? Like, so it's just like, damn, like, bro, get get it together, man. You can't act like that and then just, like, not swim. (laughs) No. Yeah. Okay, so Tom... He says that he gets out of his head when he's with Lauren, but he, mm-hmm. but while he's getting out of his head and comfortable with Lauren, he can still remain respectful to Chelsea while being himself. Yeah. And then we pan over to Chelsea and Blake's date. Blake admits that he couldn't be in her shoes and do what they've chosen to do as a couple. She says she didn't want to come here and she was talked into coming here. And then she makes a point, which I I kind of agree with this. How many people do you have to date to figure out that I'm good enough? Mm -hmm. And then I put, whoa, Blake makes a really good comment when he says you have to find your own self-confidence and just know that you're good enough. 
And I kind of agree with that. I really think that it's a very bad habit to try and find confidence in yourself and love within yourself through your partner. Like you need to find that on your own. Like that's not your partner's job. Like obviously they need to treat you right and it needs to be healthy and they need to love you. But like when it comes right down to it, you need to find your own confidence within Mm -hmm. yourself. It shouldn't be reliant on another person. Yeah, I agree with that. And like I will say though, like when Chelsea said like, you know, I don't know why he brought me here. Like he had to date other people to realize I'm with the right person. Like hearing her say that, I'm like, yes, I totally agree with it. But I was that person yeah. who brought Corey there. So it was like one of the – for that reason. Yeah. But I literally, through dating other people, realized at the time I wanted to be with him. Does that make sense? So it was like hearing yeah. her say it, I'm like, she's so right. And like – yeah. Now I couldn't even imagine like having to to do that or like Justin doing but that. All, but it's weird but, because I was Tom in that situation where it was like. But I'm just going to spit some knowledge right now. We started out this episode with saying that we both know and stand by the fact that if you were truly in love with someone, you would never go on this show. Uh-huh. So you obviously knew deep down in your gut that you were not with the right person. Yeah. And that is why you had to go on the show and date other people to get your answers because you were not supposed to be with Corey yeah. and you knew it deep down. Oh yeah. See, if you're with the right person and really in love, you don't need to date other yeah. people. Period. You're like, I'm with my guy. Yes. Okay. She says that Tom makes her this, this makes no sense. What she said. She says, Tom makes her feel confident, but his actions make her feel insecure. I literally put on my notes, make it make sense. That phrase makes no sense. Yeah. At all I me. think this is how I interpreted it is that maybe he says things to her that makes her feel confident. Like you're so beautiful or like, like his words, but his actions, like you're hardworking, you're outgoing, like you're, you're the full package, yeah. but then like his actions don't align. Because I also yeah. feel like I've been with people and like I'll I'll say it, like Corey was one of those people where he would say all the right things to me, but he, he never followed through with it. And that was Actually, why it was very hard. Louder than words. Yeah, and that, well that's why it took me so long to <clears throat> get out of the relationship. Um, because it was always, you know, broken promises that I kept hearing. And yeah. um that was actually a conversation I had to have with Justin when we first started dating about how I have trust issues, not only because like I've been cheated on in the past, but like I actually have trust issues from people trying to tell me the things that I want to hear and then not following through with it, which is just as bad. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're, you're giving me these expectations. You're lying to me to keep me around knowing that you weren't going to do it. That's fucked up. Yeah, and agree. You know what I mean? So it's like maybe that's what she meant, where it's like he would tell her all the right things and then he would do the opposite or like I'm not yeah. going to be flirty anymore and then she would see him being flirty. I don't know. But I if it if it's that, then I understand that. But if yeah. if it was meant to be another way, then yeah, I agree with you. I don't know. Yeah. In my next note, I was like, Aaron, you really do talks about soccer a lot, LOL. Bro, this was a 45-minute conversation, and they chose I'm to- I'm joking. The- I'm kidding. No, I, have this- no, I literally have this in my notes that I want to reiterate that Griffin and I talked for 45 minutes about so many things, and they chose to use this clip. So, like, yeah, okay, I'm yeah. not blaming them. We did have the conversation. However, that yeah. was three minutes 
out of a 45 yeah. minute conversation. Yeah. Truthfully, I, do. I wouldn't lie. At this point, I don't give a fuck. No, like, I know. You know what yeah, I mean? I know. I'm saying like for yeah. my fan, like for our fans. Like it's yeah. like I – Everyone than, that gives you shit. <laughs> I more than anything don't want to be that girl that's like, I didn't mean it like that or I didn't – like no, I'm not embarrassed. Like I cringe when I watch yeah. myself but like I'm not fucking embarrassed and like Justin knows all about like that I did the freaking show. Yeah. I'm not embarrassed. He can hear me talking right now but it's like – yeah. I'm not trying to like plead my case, but I do want people to know like I was not literally talking about fucking soccer like it was the end all be all. It was a part of the yeah. conversation for for sure. Yeah. I did also put it's cute that you guys can relate on this. Mm-hmm. And I loved how he said um that you need to learn how to find other things to be your new soccer. I did love that. That's really good advice yeah. for like former athletes that have yeah. had to like retire and they're trying to like figure it out. That's that's really good advice. I I liked it. Yeah. And then and, you said overall it was a good date. Yeah. And this was another thing that like when I I put this Nova. in my notes real quick, but like when we were having this conversation um, like I say, like some people don't understand what you go through when you play a sport for so long and you wake up no longer playing it. Like I didn't handle yeah. it well. Um, and I, when I say this again, I just want to like kind of remind people that like we were having this chopped up conversation for sure. But like I was referring to the fact that I literally put my life on hold to like pursue and chase a dream of playing professional soccer to a point where like I gave up a lot of different aspects of my life. Um, yeah. All my friends had graduated college and got jobs and were moving places and were traveling. And I literally didn't work for two, the, my first two years out of college, wasn't making any type of money. I was yeah. literally chasing this dream of being a professional athlete. I was training every single day, driving in an hour and a half to a training facility. Like it was yeah. a lot of my life because you I didn't want to give up. You put your all exactly, into it. and I didn't want to give yeah. up on it because I was like, if I give up on this, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do with my life afterwards. Yeah, like yeah. it's like when Erica talks about how Kendall is her identity because she caters to him all the time. It's very, it's vastly different. I played soccer for 25 years, but it's similar in a sense where I'm like, I don't, I didn't know who I was outside of this because it was a routine. I was doing it every yeah. single day. It, it well, helped yeah, my mental health. Like, ta- you know what I mean? Yeah. We've talked about this, um, on past podcasts. Mm-hmm. Cause I even said, cause I've dated athletes in the past that once they had to like retire, it was like devastating. They like literally were like lost mm-hmm. because exactly what you said, you, it's like your full-time job is you know, that sport that you've played for so long. And all of a sudden you can't do it anymore. And you don't know what the fuck to do with your life. You have all this time. Yeah. And you don't know what to do. And you're behind now because you've mm-hmm. been putting this, this has been your full-time job. Yeah. So no, like girl, never apologize. Like, and you don't have to explain yourself yeah. either. Like it's a real thing that you had to grieve. Like it oh was my God, yeah. a big, big deal. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, going to confessional, I say that Griff and I are getting more comfortable with each other. It's not awkward, which is something I like. And then I say it was a good yeah. date, but I feel weird saying it because it wasn't with Corey. I thought it was hilarious yeah. how we cheers the empty cups. <laughs> yeah. Because we, <laughs> we were chugging that shit. Yeah, you guys were in the moment. Yeah. 
Corey, he's talking to Nicole and says that he needs to push his feelings away from Aaron in order to dive into this experience. He misses you, and he but he wants to open up a lot more. Yeah, first of all, that's, that's a little really, rude. I got to push my feelings away from Aaron. Rude. I know. But I also kind of get what he's no, saying. Because he's, he's, he's really in his head, you mm-hmm. know? He was just sobbing his freaking yeah. eyeballs out. <laughs> Kendall and Alexis, he admits that he's kind of a control freak and she asks if he's the controlling one in the relationship and they just kind of giggle and then the clip ends ends right there because yeah. obviously he is the controlling mm-hmm. one in the relationship. Okay, now we're with Lex and Erica. Lex wants to know about Erica's date. Oh, I have a lot to say about this. Uh-huh. Um. He wants to know about her daily life. She says that she's a personal assistant. She also works at a hospital. She talks about how busy she is, but she also has to tend to Kendall. He asks if it's reciprocated, which I think is a valid question after Mm -hmm. hearing all this. And she says that he does a lot for her in his own way. I literally put dot, 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 dot Mm -hmm. in my notes because I'm like, okay, I'd like elaborate, please. Let us know. Then this is a direct quote. She feels like she's operating a business. I know. I put whoa in all fucking caps. And his face says what I'm thinking right now. Because that is fucking crazy to say about your relationship. Like, there, I'm just letting you know right now. Like, no, dude. That's, no. Throw in the towel. No. That's bad. If you ever feel that way, that's a bad, bad statement to say about your relationship. Like, I'm not trying to, like, constantly come for Kendall, but, like, you are what you put out in the world, and I'm watching this, and I just don't – I can't even see him being loving or affectionate or, like – No. And that's where I I look at Erica, and I'm like, she is this kind, loving, beautiful girl, and it's just, like, mind-blowing to me that, like, I can't even imagine the dynamic between them because I just see her as someone who wants to be – like held and loved. I mean, we all yeah. do. And then I see him and I don't I don't see him being affectionate at all. And I don't know. Yeah. He could be. He he fucking he could be the most affectionate guy ever. I don't know. But like I just don't see him ever like hugging her or ever like no. coming home from work and running up and kissing her or whatever. It's just like, ugh. God. No. Cause yeah, even in in like my past like toxic relationships, like they were still like affectionate you know that's what kept me in it was like the like sex and affection Mm -hmm. like that's why it stood around but like for kendall i'm not getting that vibe at all me either you know she's kind of crying a lot and honestly i think lex handled it really well yeah i couldn't tell if he was like high or not though (laughs) i'm pretty sure they smoked some weed on our (laughs) That's actually because, really like, funny. a lot of times he was just like, I mean, I guess what do you do in that position? I'm so awkward when someone cries to me, so I'm like, Same. I'm like, okay, but that's why I said I think he handled yeah. it well because I get awkward when people cry around me if I'm not super comfortable with yeah. you. And I thought he he didn't make her feel awkward. He didn't make it more awkward. He told her it's uh-huh. good. Like I thought he, for what it was, I thought I yeah. thought he handled it well. He's she's essentially a stranger, literally crying and pouring her heart right. out. Like she, how and, the hell are you? And she like how the hell are you? Yeah, that? and it's like you expect to like go on this date and yeah, they're on a date yeah. and she's crying about someone else. Yeah. 
She also talks about how she's with someone who is constantly telling her how to feel about something and she's lost without him. I put in my notes, this is so sad. She's just so codependent Mm -hmm. on him. And again, I wrote again, Lex is awesome right now. And that's why, though, this experience was, like, so important for her, too, because she said she had to, like, learn to rely on herself. She's so used to relying on him. Now she's being forced into a position where she's going to have to, like, rely on herself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So codependent. Mm -hmm. Thank goodness. So Mark shows up to your villa and he says tonight is your first bonfire. How did you feel? Oh my God. I was literally like shaking, like sick to my stomach. Yeah, I'm terrified. Like, like, yeah. I didn't realize yeah, it happened that bad. quickly. I'm thinking like Dude, we're going to have a fun, like a chill night. Like, no. Uh, and then how late they make you stay up. Like y'all, up all night. I know we talk about this like every season, but – all realize these bonfires don't start until 12 a.m. 10. Oh, ours was like 10. Ours, okay. So I'll say, let's say ours started at like 11. We wouldn't get done till like one, and then the boys would go at two, and they wouldn't get done till like four. I'm not even fucking, and then it would would swap. Like, I would say they probably, because bonfires were all on the same night. So they probably did theirs, like, they were probably the later like window majority of the time but there was like one or two times where we were up till like two in the morning like are you fucking yeah. kidding me Miserable. yeah it was crazy not not mm-hmm. fun erica she's talking about how she's been emotional all day and she talks about she's p- kind of pouring her heart out to you guys she talks about how all of your guys acknowledged you guys at yeah. the date selection and kendall wouldn't even look at her She's super upset. And I just, again, we have a lot of people that are single that listen to this. We have a lot of people that are in toxic relationships that listen to this podcast. We have a lot of people that just want advice. You guys, love is not like this, okay? Like this, no, okay? It's just if you ever feel like this or you're watching this scene and you relate to this, this is not love, period, end of story, get out. This ain't. Absolutely. Okay, this is. I've been here. I've done this. Yeah. Aaron's been there. She's done this. This this <laughs> ain't it. Okay? Like, just, if you relate to this, run for the yeah. fucking hills. Yep. Absolutely. And then she says, and I preach this on this podcast. I preach this on my Instagram. I preach it on my other podcast. She says, I have this weird feeling in my gut, and I feel like something is not right. Always listen to your gut. If something doesn't feel right, it's not fucking yeah. right. Period. End of story. I'll die on that hill too. I'm yeah. dying on every hill tonight. And that's yeah. what I'm going to die. No, on. I, okay? I literally have that as well. Like always trust your gut. Yeah. Like you always. are not wrong. I'm telling you every single time I've caught someone cheating on me, I it came from my you gut. Knew. It yeah. literally you came knew. from my fucking gut. And then I found if out something and I was doesn't like, feel right. Yeah. It's crazy. If something, yeah, if something doesn't feel right, it's not right. No. Period. Driving to the bonfire, dramatic. Yeah, but the music. This shit is so annoying because, like, I remember the Escalade, and not only were all of us, like, super on edge, again, didn't really know each other, but also, like, it's like night three, we have a bonfire. Like, what the hell? Or, like, night two, yeah. whatever. When I tell you, I was so carsick. Because like we've talked about before, 
these these escalades aren't actually taking us to the bonfire. They just drive you in circles around a neighborhood. You literally go in circles. And I'm not kidding. I was so carsick and I kept pleading with them. Like, guys, I'm not kidding. Like, I'm going to throw up. Like, I don't feel good. Like, we can't. Mind you, my first day filming, I literally had to go on the yacht early to throw up. Like, you guys, I'm not being dramatic. I'm not like the girl who cried wolf. Like, I will throw up. I did it. The proof is in the pudding. Did you sit in the front in the, you know how like two girls sat in the middle and then two in the back? Did you we get would, to sit in the middle? We would rotate. I think I was in the middle. See, we had a, we had assigned seats. We sat in the same seats every single time we're in the Escalade and I was always in the middle left seat. Yeah. And I, because I get car sick too. So I would always be in the middle left seat. Mm-hmm. So I was near the window and I could see the front and then I would always have my Red it's Bull It's weird because in cars that are like that big, it doesn't matter like where I sit unless I'm in the front and like now it's actually even gotten worse like I have to be in the front in the front seat like either driving or in the passenger seat but yeah I just remember being so pissed off and then of course we get to the bonfire and I'm like on edge because I'm like I'm literally super car sick it's hot as balls before we got there one of the producers burnt me on the leg with a fucking steamer oh my god I was miserable I was in such a bad mood I'm not kidding and I hated you. We won't get into this. You looked like you're in a bad mood. We won't get into my outfit, but I hated it. And that was enough. It's definitely not something that you would know. Exactly. And like, that's what pissed me yeah. off too, is that like the options that I brought, I wasn't able to wear because they wouldn't look good in this lighting or they were too neutral or whatever. And then Erica comes out yeah. in like a gray, you know what I mean? I'm like, why is it that? And mind you, Erica looked fucking amazing. But my issue is it's like, yeah. why can certain people wear certain things, but I can't? And I'm wearing – like, you know what I mean? You tell me I can't wear my um, – Because instantly. it's a very simple answer to your question because they have a specific look that they want you to look like. And there's people back at the office in Burbank with your photo, and they want you to look a certain way. So they're calling people on production. They're telling them what they want you I to wear. I think it's more like favoritism. I mean, I think that plays in it too. No. Like Erica was like hands I, down favorite as she should be freaking queen. But like she but got to wear also a lot of it is the vibe that in the look that they want you guys to have. And I know that for a fact because there was like different things because I'm not going to lie. I was the favorite and like there was shit that I wanted to wear and they were like absolutely the hell not because they wanted me to have a look. Yeah, but I don't know. That like didn't go with my look at all. I feel I don't know. It was weird. Regardless, yeah. whatever. We're not even we're not, we won't get into the dress. But either way, I burnt a producer burnt my leg. Wasn't even remorseful about it. I don't even think I got a band-aid for it. <laughs> so pissed off. That's actually crazy that she was steaming you with it on you because that's like not how you're supposed to steam. It's a literal things. safety hazard. When you guys are walking in, when Erica describes Kendall as very strategic. I mean, if you know this about your boyfriend, I don't understand the hype. I would never call Justin strategic. That sounds terrible. That's such a bad – that's what I was just going to say. It's like you should describe your boyfriend like he's very confident. He's very driven. He's successful. He's Mm kind-hearted. You know, like he's loving. Like strategic, that's like a not a good word to describe someone you're supposed to love. It's basically saying there. It's a nice way to say he's manipulative. Took the words right out of my mouth. Yep. Yeah, it's a nice way to tiptoe <laughs> around the fact that he's manipulative. Yep. As fuck. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, okay. So then you guys sit down and then obviously Mark wants to talk to Erica. So Erica tells Mark that today was tough and she's in her head a lot and she's trying to be in the present moment, but it's really hard for her. She says that she loves herself and she's a giver and she knows it's a problem that she wants to make the other person happy no matter Mm -hmm. what. This part made me sad. It's a direct quote. I've given all of myself to someone and I have nothing left. And then Mark says, that's why they say you have to put the air mask on you first. Yeah, this poor girl is in a bad situation. And then like Mark just always hits you with those one-liners. It's so true though because if you're not like – and I've had to learn this. Like I've I've really had to like live this because I I was in those shoes, man. And now I'm in a very healthy place. But like you truly cannot be in a happy, healthy, loving relationship mm-hmm. unless like you've taken care of yourself yeah. first. Like you have to like love yourself. Mm-hmm. You, like you have to love yourself first. You have to make sure you're yeah. good. Like if you don't have all your ducks in a row, there's no way you can be with right. someone else in a healthy, positive yeah. way. Yeah, absolutely. And the fact that she just is falling apart, giving it all to this piece of shit. I feel I I just, it's hard to watch. And it's tough because you can still give someone so much love while also like loving yourself and making yourself a priority. You know what I mean? Like it's like with her. There's a balance. Like if, if she still wants to choose to get up early and do all these things for him or whatever, like, again, I feel like that and, and the emotional aspect are two different things. Like you can still do that. You can still do all those things and be in love with him or whatever, but you, you also need to make sure you're getting love and affection back. And you know what I mean? Because like loving someone is not a chore. It shouldn't be a chore. No. So it's like, you shouldn't have to Mm -hmm. give someone all of your love like it's a chore it's like no you just like love this person no. they love you back it should be easy plus also one thing that like I learned from like my parents actually is like and this is healthy it's like sometimes like one person in the partnership is struggling more than the other so it's like so for example if like my mom is kind of struggling like my dad kind of has to step up his game and kind of love her a little more mm-hmm. than normal and then it like you got to balance it out because then there's going to be times where my dad is struggling and then my mom has yes. to like step her game Are you up kidding? it's like a teamwork it's like give and yes. take it's not like one person no. pouring their all into the other all the time and the other person yeah. gives nothing like that no dude it's teamwork yeah. and balance i mean i'm going through that now like with being pregnant yeah. Like Justin knows like I am in a very vulnerable state. I've never, you yeah. know, I'm super hormonal, I'm super emotional like he ha- yeah. he, he knows he has to be patient with me and that he's going to have to do a little more than he had to before to make me feel safe, make me feel secure. You know what I mean? And he always yeah. does those things to begin with, but it's on my end because I'm lacking. Because right now you're going exactly. through something. So he has to step exactly. it up a little bit. And then down the road one day, because life is hard, I'm sure he'll be going through something where you're going to have to step it up. That's life. But this whole Erica giving her him everything and him not returning anything yeah. is like, dude, run for yeah. the freaking hills. So Mark explains the bonfire rules per usual. They're the same as always. We recapped a lot of episodes and bonfires. You guys all know the rules. He explains that there isn't context. And I also will say, let's see if my worst clip save for last rule still applies. I was going to say, I don't (laughs) think it does because 
Erica's was the worst. But then you told me that in next episode, Kristen has Julian getting a lap dance or it makes it look like he's getting yeah. a lap dance. So maybe that is a pretty bad clip. I think that Erica's was definitely the worst, though. So I don't know why they did it that okay. way. Why do I feel probably just ends this episode with like a good cliffhanger yeah and i i honestly feel like i'm last this next okay so yeah my rule's not applying man they switched up their formula you know what it is no i think they did save me for last because they thought i was gonna pop off on the body shot Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, then maybe yours they does look bad. I was gonna lose my shit seeing a, that body shot, and I, I'm over here like, no, I'm more sad that I'm mean to him. Like, please, yeah. God. Oh my god. Oh god. So Chelsea's clip is first, and it's the clip Tom talking about the network event. Mm-hmm. Her eyes get real yeah. big. She's obviously mad, <laughs> and at, when it, yeah, when it ends, she even says, "Relax, girl," when mm-hmm. she's rolling her eyes. And this is where we talked about this at the beginning of the episode where my mind switched up on this whole networking event. We find out that she was standing right next to him and wasn't even acknowledged as his girlfriend. So, yeah, girl, yeah. I'm with you. Come Fuck on, Tom. Guy. Be better. Do better. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. That shit's crazy. Mm-hmm. You're crazy for that. Yeah. She says that she feels insignificant in every relationship she's ever been in. She feels taken advantage of in all of her relationships, even friendships, which, yeah, sad. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anything to say? No, that is really sad. I feel like she said a comment. I wish I wrote it down. It was something like, um, if you can't see me and appreciate me and like know what I bring to the table then like you don't deserve me I think she like ended with something like that she did say something along that line and I totally agree agree. I was like yes like if you do not kiss the fucking ground I walk on every single day until you die then we're not meant to be together (laughs) like you need to know what I bring to the table and the second you don't know please leave me like let's make it easy like just don't cheat on me don't just like leave you know what i mean yeah 100 percent. erica's clip kendall is in a hammock with two girls he's telling them that his and erica's communication styles are different she's very emotional obviously uh, watching no, no, no. this no he says She's very emotional. Oh, which, which yeah, you're which, right. You're right. She's very emotional and but she's that very practical. Me because Sorry. It's like, why is being emotional? You know, I get heated every time we talk about this, like a bad thing. He says it like it's a bad thing. We're so different. You know, she's very <laughs> emotional. Oh, she's this like emotionally unstable girl. So sensitive. Like, shut. No, shut up. Like he said and, you know, he's because, saying it like it's a bad thing. Like he's in his intent was because to make it sad. He, well, yeah, you know why he's doing it. It's because he's about to do some really bad mm-hmm. shit to her on national television, and he wants people to know that, like, back at home, she's emotional, crazy, whatever. He's trying to set it up so that she looks bad, and it it, it defends oh his God. actions. He's crazy. Yeah. So he wants to see if there's someone he can get along with better and understands him more, and then it's the it slides over to the lap dance clip. Kristen's face Uh she shook and I think 
Erica, she noticed the communication line above everything else. She didn't even really acknowledge the lap dance or anything. And I agree with her. I think if I saw that clip, it's like the lap dance. It's like, okay, like that's like they're playing truth or dare or whatever. But if like someone I thought was like my partner and someone I'm supposed to be in love with and they're supposed to be in love with me and like we're together and they're saying that like – I'm here to like look to see if there's someone that I can like communicate with better and like get along with better. That would stick Mm -hmm. out to me. I'd be like, okay, what the fuck? Like why, why are we together then? That was the worst part in my opinion. Mm -hmm. She's very mature and well-spoken. I will say like I, I put, yeah, she's, she's very, that really gave me, I was so in my head when I would go to these bonfires with these girls because they all were so well-spoken, and then I always felt like I was, yeah. like, marble mouth. And mind you, like, I could get uh-huh. thrown into any situation. <sighs> Sorry, guys. It's 12 a.m. here. But – and I can – It's very late. And I can literally talk your ear off. Like, I'm a social butterfly. I've always been like that. But for whatever reason, at that bonfire, I always, like – I it was something Mark was doing to me. It, was, it wasn't the cameras. You were nervous. It wasn't the girls. It was like literally just like me and Mark and I I just he made me so fucking nervous. And I couldn't like yeah. I felt like what I was saying I was always like stumbling over, I don't know. Yeah. She says that Kendall is mature, wise and advanced. Mark literally cocks his head to the side and like questions her on it. Like, what the fuck, dude? I thought the same thing. I was like, "What?" He goes, "You think those things about him?" No, literally, like, because I he took the words out of my mouth because I was like, girl, I was like, he's none of those things. Um, And then it just gets sadder. My notes just mm-hmm. get sadder and sadder, you guys. She says that it makes her insecure because he's so, like, mature, wise, and advanced. I can't even say yeah. it's like a straight face. But it makes her insecure, and she doesn't see herself on yeah. his level, which, woo, that's a big statement. And then she says... um. Oh, yeah, because Mark asks, like, you really feel that way? And she says, he's sort of done that to me. And then he says, I'm lost sometimes. I'm not an individual. She wants out of the cycle because it's draining. Uh Preach. I hear you. And get out of that shit. And then she says, I've never been surrounded by so many people and still felt like I'm all by myself. And I related to that on a spiritual level. Like, I feel for her, man. I know exactly what she feels like. And it is, like, Mm -hmm. the most lonely fucking thing. And that's literally why I personally – because my – like, I'm going to be honest. Like, my parents – are very private people. And when what I was going through with Hugh must not be named, I was talking about it so publicly once all the truth came out. Like I made my YouTube videos and I was like really open about it, like on the mm-hmm. podcast and stuff. My dad would always be like, why are you like talking about this shit? Like, why are you like, like, why is it? We don't want to talk about he who right. must not be named. And it's like, dad, it's bigger than that. Uh-huh. You don't understand how lonely I felt for so long. And just me talking about this and opening up about it. There's people that feel like that yeah. all over the fucking world that have no one to talk to, but they can listen to my podcast or they can yeah. watch my YouTube videos. Like I'm helping people that felt yeah. the way that I felt. And when she said that, I freaking got that. I was like, that's a lonely ass feeling. And I was really sad. I I was like tearing up a little bit. So sad. Just to like feel that way about yourself. Like. That's why I'm just like, I'm so glad she got out of this situation knowing what we know now. Because I'm just like, oh, she deserves the world. And then 
it, the whole episode ends with Erica says she doesn't believe what she tells herself. Like when she tells herself that she loves herself, she doesn't believe that and she feels yeah. so confused. It ends, <laughs> yeah. it ends really sad. It ends on a really depressing <laughs> note. Okay, I'm sorry to everyone. I know you guys come here to like <laughs> laugh and get the tea, but this really kind of ended on a depressing yeah. note. I'm not no, gonna lie. Got, <laughs> I don't know. Got a little did. dark. It got sad and dark, but Erica's in a better place now. We love that for her. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she really is. She seems like she's thriving. So, yeah, thank God. Anything that we need to say before we wrap this up so oh, you can go to God, sleep? So no, just I'm excited to see. No, um, Nova. Oh, I have the hiccups too. Like it's weird because it's like I remember the episodes and I remember the experience, but like watching it back, like it like it's so it's weird. So it's weird. Like, I'm just like nervous and excited to see my bonfire i was a little relieved tonight to be quite honest that i wasn't up <laughs> that yeah. wasn't there well I next know. week i was actually talking about that with nicole though because obviously i just rewatched my season for our mm-hmm. podcast for the first time and it was like great i was like thank god i want, yeah. got it out of my system never i'll never watch it again but nicole she still hasn't watched it since it aired and but her breakup with carl was like a little obviously a little bit Mm -hmm. more recent than my breakup but she's finally at the point where she thinks she's gonna rewatch it again and i even told her i was like honestly i think it's gonna be great for you the same way it was great for me because me and you are literally different humans with different lives like you're gonna watch it and you're gonna be like like how i felt you're gonna be like holy fuck we've come so far like it's gonna be like damn like pat on the back like we, yeah. we crushed it since no then. It, it's definitely a weird feeling like i like watch it and i'm like it's bizarre it's a different it's life watching it too it's like i'm kind of enjoying it like it's like i can make fun yeah. of myself and i'm like uh, exactly. i think just the weirdest part of it all like truly is the fact that we were on tv like we we were casey like we, we yeah. were on like a literal tv show i know like, it's bizarre no, I think so it's great funny. that we can all watch it and laugh and giggle yeah. and it's just like, damn, what what a trip. <laughs> Life's very it's different so nowadays. Different. It's crazy. It's crazy. Ugh. Okay, you guys, we Aaron and I, we as soon as we started this episode, we were like, let's make it an hour, hour 15 tops. It's close. I think it's two, over two hours, actually. I'm not even joking. So enjoy it. Listen to it in multiple parts. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Um, go check out itstemptingmerch.com. We'll probably be adding new stuff on there soonish. Um, not going to rush it or anything. You guys are liking what's up there right now. If you've ordered something, thank uh-huh. you so much. Please go like and follow our Instagram and our personal Instagrams. Um, it's tempting pod is our podcast Instagram. And then go like subscribe five stars leave a review on spotify or apple podcast yeah and I let's think that's get our it. reviews back up i know you guys we've seen the one star reviews we weren't going to acknowledge it but i'm just going to say something really quick <laughs> i am just you know help us out you guys we're we're back mm-hmm. we're back we're here on fridays we're gonna kill it for you I get that we earned some of those one stars, but let's get back to those five stars. Okay. Let's listen and give us five stars. Help help us out. Okay. We're only accountable queens. Like give us some credit being accountable and like coming in here, coming back. Like, okay. Like shit shit happens, but like, 
shit happens, okay? But we're back and we're killing it. And I think that we are going to earn some five stars and some good yes, reviews. I will okay? follow. <laughs> me and Casey will both follow whoever leaves a, a five star review saying, you guys are accountable queens. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. Maybe even like down the road, I'll throw yes. in a hat, a tempted hat. For okay. Real. Um. Okay. I think that's it, Aaron. Nope. Anything else? I'm gonna go to bed. Okay, you guys. We love you all. We'll see you next Friday. Have an incredible weekend. Have an incredible week, and right. we'll see you next love time. You guys. Bye. Bye.